I'm over here now. I was over there. Now I'm over here. Sure. I'll bring all my shoes and my, my glasses with me. So I have them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with the OGs on the block to see the terror Eating pasta, primavera, feeding caca, be together People never know the wild shit we might say Grew up on Eddie Murphy, Jerky Boys, and Dice Play. I've been waking up nights, screaming Brooklyn Blast podcast Mama took my porn mags, jerkins, and a soft rags Easy when we talk about Mr. Ferrari Cause we go way back when we used to play Atari Sparked weed, taking shots like the Fratelli's RV Doing donuts in the parking lot at Arby's Car keys, now you can't leave, lock the door Please, Jimmy's on a mission. Time to start the intervention. Let's go. Today marks the one year anniversary of the nationally recognized Camp Blood Massacre. And in an attempt to forget about the tragedy, in just one week, the infamous Camp Crystal Lake will officially be demolished. Legends always originate from some sort of real life incident. All the rumors, all the stories, all the massacres, Welcome it's not true. Not life. once, not once have I seen a legitimate file about what happened. Jarvis, that kid you're talking about, he's innocent. Ask any local in this town, they'll tell you the truth. That massacre, who's Jason? Jason's still out there. No idea what I've just seen. The town covered it up. And now, with all these people returning to the camp, he's going to come back. This is a, a special, it, it was going to be a numbered episode, but we'll get into why I'm putting it out earlier. So it's a full length bonus episode of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast. Uh, with my guest, Peter Anthony. Now, cheers. Cheers. Um, director, producer, and actor. A total of, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, of course, of four Friday the 13th fan films. So Vengeance 1, 2, Fall yeah. Camp Blood, and Roseblood will be four. Yeah, which is crazy. One of them is completely out. And I was at the, at the premiere in Blairstown. Oh, you were there? I was there. Me and my girl were there, of course. I forget everybody who was there who wasn't there. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, there was a whole bunch of people there. So. You know what sucked, too, is that release was not the real release. It wasn't edited right. The sound was off. The guy was running equipment from 1980. Man, yeah. it was so bad. That's why we did the 2.0, so the fans could see the real version. What a right. difference, right, between the two? There was. Well, there was yeah. there was an announcement beforehand, which what was cool. CJ Graham was there, which was cool. Yeah. Tom McLaughlin was there. Jason Brooks, who I had met Jason at a convention or two beforehand. And uh, and did the, the New Jersey one, yeah. I, 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 well, since the world went insane, there obviously there's no real conventions, but I get confused at this point because I go to we go to every New Jersey horror con, we go to every, every chiller, we go to every monster mania, 
will go, you know, I'm at every Monster Mania. We've also seen each other a hundred times. But with that, we were definitely in the same room several yeah. times, constantly. Yeah. I have autographed books like this that are worth thousands and thousands of dollars. Plus, I've been, I've been, I sit at Kane's table half the time, just with okay. him. So I bet you I've seen I, you just with that. I absolutely have seen you, Diana. Just not realizing it, obviously, because I've right. met Kane and Kane's at a lot of them constantly. Yeah. Well, now see this big forehead? You can't miss it anymore. It's real easy. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, 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 hopefully the world goes back to somewhat normal and we get our conventions back and I'll definitely come over and say what's up. Yeah. I'll definitely pin you out. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, man. So this is, I, well, I, I had intentions, but I'm, I'm in a complete agreement with you. Tonight, obviously, this is dropping in like two weeks, but we're on podcast time, but tonight is election night. So we do have to kind of like, cause I could talk about this shit for hours and hours and I'm sure you can too. So we'll just get into the, the I guess the meat and potatoes of all these things. And there's some things I just want to pick your brain about, you know sure. what I mean? Friday the 13th. This is awesome because I never had a chance. I do a lot of music and a lot of different stuff, but I never had a chance to sit and nerd out about fucking Friday the 13th. Bro, I'm the biggest motherfucking nerd that's ever existed. It's it's so awesome. I yeah. Love it. I love it. I, I don't have my I'm I'm opposite. I'm in my my bedroom, but on the opposite side, I have shelves and I have all the fucking ultimate yeah. figures and I have a mask right there on my dresser. It's a it, my whole house is is just it's, it's funny awesome. with me because I I would go to the cons, especially when I was lifting, I was a lot bigger, I was a bodybuilder. And, and it's like, I almost don't fit in with the crowds. You know what I'm saying? But I, but yeah. I am a nerd the same. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's, what, that's what's great about the conventions, too. It's yeah. like there's everybody who you wouldn't think, of course you would think. It is just yeah. such an, a vast array of people of all different colors, creeds, everything. Yeah. That's, but there's never an issue. Everybody's family, always. It's, it's, it's yeah. amazing. It's one of the greatest things. Like, and and no one cares about any silly costumes, this and that. We're all nerding out over there, and it's just yeah. fucking cool. You know, I'll give you an example of a story, and I just I don't know how to tell it to not try to make it look like I'm showing off, but I'm not showing off. What it's, a fa- it's a family event. When you get the VIP at Monster Mania, you get that cut line pass, right? Mm-hmm. And I always have I used to have dioramas, big ass dioramas that I have people sign things that you don't want to stay in line for a long time. Right. There's that one guy in the wheelchair there all the time. Okay. And I'm looking at him and he's at the end of the line. And I'm like, how the hell is nobody letting this guy cut the line? Right. You know? So I took my pass, went to the main guys. I go, I want to give my pass to this guy to cut the line. And we came back and cut the line. You wanted a picture with me. Now we're friends. Now we talk all the time. Just to go to show you, like, I wouldn't do that if it was a non-horror event. Fuck everybody else. I'm, <laughs> I'm cutting the line. But in the horror event, I would. Absolutely. I don't want to, I don't want to be bothered with nobody. You know what I mean? Right. Except right. for like these kind of things, which is awesome, man. It's yeah. great. Now, I'm sure that you have a whole bunch, and we, I definitely will get into your fan films. I don't know how much you want to talk about the ones that are still in production or not. That's completely up to you. Yeah, I got info on all of them whenever you got time to talk about them. I'm, I'm, and it wouldn't be that long, five minutes, you know. I got, I got time, man. But I, I want to go back and talk to you about, I mean, th- there's people listening that might not be as hip to these things, but... And I'm sure you've discussed these things several times, but you never spoke about it with me. So, That's all right. All right. Like, certain things bother the shit out of me, dude. And I'm sure, the movie? Not your movie. Not oh, your okay. No, not yours. But I'm willing, if that's okay, I'm willing to talk about that. No, too. no, no. no. I, I'm going right. to get into your movies, which, which, which well, well, Vengeance, which 
we'll we'll get there when we get there. Because I'm gonna start going off on a fucking tangent. Yeah, and it's just gonna be, we're gonna be sc- even more scattered than we already. That's, are. that's why I brought a bunch of beers up here. I'm fucking ready, man. There you go, man. <laughs> now with with inconsistencies, oh my God. which drive me insane. Because I'm a listen, I'm a horror guy, but I'm a Jason guy. I've always on, on the back of my left calf, my entire back of my left calf is the cover. It takes up my whole thing from the bottom of the back of my knee to the bottom of my ankle. My whole calf is the cover of Crystal Lake Memories book. Fucking A. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Jason guy. So, hey, real uh, quick. So, I'm a Jason guy. Each uh, one of these shadow boxes, which I have one for every movie, has nothing to do with the director or an actor. It's all the Jasons, and that's it. Right. The machete, their name is on a plaque in the middle signed. That's all their weapons, pictures of them, their mask. That's they're all like that. They're all Jasons. When when I was little, I wear a Jason mask. I was rooting for him. Yeah, I, always. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was like 12 years old before I realized that he's the bad guy. I'm like, what? Right. What? Nah, yeah. always. Always, yeah. dude. <laughs> always. I always run the thing saying good fellas. Jimmy was always the guy that rooted yeah. for the bad guys in the movies. Always. Yeah. Same with G.I. Joe. I used to root for Cobra. They were so kick All the time. Yeah. You, can't, you can't root for the Autobots. You have to be a Decepticon guy. <laughs> You're always rooting for fucking Skeletor. Fucking yeah. man and Prince Adam and shit. I was always the heel guy. Oh, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what's, what's, what's awesome is that you had, in Vengeance, you had Steve Dash on, which that's great. I met him a couple of times. I'm glad I met him before he passed, which that was a shock. Yeah. Nobody knew. Like it was, I was fucked up. Um, we got so, the call. Jason called me. Jason's in Seattle. Jason Brooks. Jason Brooks. So nine thirty his time, twelve thirty night my time. December man, it was earlier December, and uh, he's like, and we just talked to Steve, and he said, oh man, I'm gonna lose my leg. We're gonna come back. I got a fake leg. We're gonna play golf. Our life's good. You know. Oh, okay. He's in good spirits. You know, he's not a complainer kind of guy. Right. And uh, originally from the Bronx. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you know, they don't complain about shit. So um, then all of a sudden, he's like, dude, Steve's uh, daughter just called me and passed away. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. yeah. Like, what, I saw what that, too. I'm mind. like friends with him on Facebook, so I saw the whole yeah. thing, too. And if people don't know who we're talking about, he's Jason in part two, Sackhead Jason and Steve Dash. Right. From but, Connecticut. Uh, from Connecticut. Right. Originally from the Bronx. He, and he has that... Get the fuck out! Get the fuck off my fucking road and all that. Shit. In, in yours, it's great. Yeah. Um, so it's like, all right. So we have we have the original Friday the Thirteenth, which everyone knows. Pamela Boys. I never got a chance to meet Betsy Palmer, and I ah, oh, that sucks. Yeah. There's Betsy Palmer, and I never met Richard Brooker. Part three, Jason. Same here, bro. Uh, I'm dude. looking at his shadow box right here. I didn't get into collecting until 2015. I didn't go to a show before 2015. I, I'm like the same way, dude. Yeah. I'm the same fucking way. I've been wrapped up in horror stuff since I'm, I'm 45. 44. So, I, yeah. So I used to go yeah. and, and, and video stores and all the, the middle of the 80s was the slasher era. I mean, I'm all in. I know ins and outs about all kinds of nonsensical movies, but a friend of mine, my friend Mike Scandato, he, he hit me up because he knows that I'm a huge Madman fan. The movie Madman from 1981. Yeah. So that was the first horror movie I ever seen in the theaters by myself. I was like seven years old in Canarsie in Brooklyn by myself in the movie theater watching this horror movie. How'd you so, get in? Bro, it was like fucking 1981. They didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> you 
give a shit. If I could give the, if I can give them the dollar fifty for the movie, they don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah if yeah. I can reach and give them my little <laughs> six quarters, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So I seen that movie in the movie theater, and it always stuck with me. It's one of my. It's so cheesy. It's so bad, yeah. but I love it. And my friend Mike hit me up, and he's like, "Yo, man." Paul Ellers is going to be a chiller who plays Madman Mars. And I'm like, no fucking way. And I always had it in my head. Yo, I got to go to one of these conventions. I got to go to a convention. So I went there just to go meet Madman. And what was great is that he was super cool. Like all of the people except one person was, is awesome to me. All the Friday 13 people are great. Everyone. Who's the person, bro? Who's the person? Linda fucking Blair. Bro, you want to get into that now? What? You yeah. want to get into that right now? Sure, why not? I go to fucking uh, Rock and Shock in, in Massachusetts. Uh-huh. I'm, I just, this just past year, year and a half ago. Yeah. And um, I, I'm sitting there, Kane went to go to eat and I watched his table, talking to fans, whatever. And then afterwards I had the, the Exorcist special edition box set where she does the crab walk. Yes. It was like a special one. So, and she's and that's right worth a lot of fucking money right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, she's right the fuck next to the table. So I'm sitting there, and the line's kind of long, and, and I'm just shooting. Chain com- Kane comes back. We're shooting the shit, laughing, whatever. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to get in line. Dude, the way she was treating her fans, I was oh. in, in a line. I was like 10 people away, and she saw me, and she was like, this fucking, hurry the fuck up. I'm not getting out of this. I'm doing, I was like, fuck this. And Dude. I got up and walked out, and the guy, her like handler, goes, what's, what's going on? And was, I go, I don't want her autograph anymore. Fuck off. No. Which sucks yeah. because she's iconic yeah. in horror movies. Yeah. And I try I tried three times, dude. I tried three times to give Linda Blair the Exorcist Girl for people who don't know. You should know, smart enough. I tried three times to give her my money. My daughter, she's eleven right now. She was like nine. She wanted to meet her because I, I groomed my daughter into watching horror movies. Yeah. She's not even scared by it. She's like, yeah, she just has a potty mouth. I'm like, whatever. That would be fucking She's stabbing her, her clam with the cross. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, 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 I covered her eyes for that part. I don't need yeah. open yeah. a can of worms. She's asking questions. No, no, no. Yeah. None of that. But um, I tried three times and it's like the first time I'm waiting on a really, really, really long line. And I bump into a friend of mine. I'm like, oh shit, what are you doing? He's I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just I'm waiting for Linda Blair. She had a huge line. And um, it might have been the same one that it, where I met Madman. Um, so he was like, Oh, I, I heard she's kind of an asshole. I'm like, really? So now I start looking at her and watching her. Yes. And 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 as I'm watching, she's like, she'll get up and 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 you weren't allowed to use your own camera. She, there was someone else had to take the picture. Same and, thing. Yeah, and she would smile real quick, and then she would get back behind her table and sit, and she would just be like rolling her eyes, like yeah. annoyed, sucking her teeth, like like yo, man, you just got flown in from fucking California. You probably get a stipend or however much you 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 all you you have your probably a suite in the hotel, and you have a line of people wrapped around the whole place where it's like a hundred bucks for like a combo fucking thing. So you're making money hand over fist, and you're supposed to be an actress, like. At least pretend that you want to be there. And it's not like you have some other hot shit lined up and you're, you're, that was your only fucking hit. You were famous when you were 12. Yeah. Like, yeah. get over yourself. And yeah, yeah, so right there, I got right off that line. And then the second time, I was with my daughter and my girl. And 
it was like the same thing, like this attitude. And then the third time, it didn't even take me that long. I just took a glance over and I watched it for 30 seconds. I'm like, yeah, she's a twat. Right. And it sucks. I wouldn't give her $5 on principle. It's so bad that you wonder, like, does she know she looks like that? Or she just doesn't give a shit? I don't know. Here's another quick thing about Linda Blair. There's, um, there's a band, I don't know if you ever heard of them. They're, they're a band from Brooklyn called Life of Ag. Now, there's, there's a guy, his name is Alan Robert. He's the bass player. And he's actually, he does, he's done... Um, graphic like like horror he's a big horror droid he's done like coloring books for kids that are horror and he's done this thing called crawl to me like the whole there's a whole horror thing that he does and he was at the same convention where it was the first time where i saw linda blair and i got off the line and he was there and i was like you know what instead of giving her my money i'll buy this guy's book and he'll sign it even though i know him from like high school i'll, I'll support him and buy his book so i was talking i was like yeah linda blair blah 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 and he was like dude he's like like he was um he would he would draw you like and like he would if you gave him a picture all right yeah. come back in like two hours and he would zombify you but like all hand drawn really cool shit that's cool so he did one before like beforehand and he did one of reagan and he handed it to her like like here like like you're like a huge you know inspiration or whatever and she looked at him and she was like did you have to draw me like that it's like what are you famous for then yeah. And, and where do you get your balls big enough, like, to say if that? The dude, if, if it was a guy, you'd want to smack him. Of course. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Linda Blair, no go. She, she was the only one. She was the only one that was not cool. Yeah. I'm going to read in the paper, Jimmy Ferrari knocks out fucking Linda Blair. At <laughs> Can <you imagine>? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> and you know what? A lot of people would probably fucking clap and commend me because You'd probably get money sent to you. Yeah, because yeah. that's a general consensus. Because like on these groups and stuff on Facebook of like Monster Mania, there's always someone around the convention time. Is there anybody you never had a pleasant experience with? And I would always write Linda Blair, and there would be so many replies like, "Dude, me too." Like everyone. Yeah, just her disposition, like you said, alone. When you look at her when you're in line, she's like, <sighs> she's so mm-hmm. fucking annoyed to even be there. Yeah, it's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't even see. We go off on tangents. I don't even know what the fuck happened. But that's what we do here. I think you were originally talking about continuity. Yes, originally. Yes. So we have the original one. Yeah, and that's when I said that I never met Betsy Palmer. And then next thing you know, we're talking about Linda Blair. Um. So so you have the original, which is classic. Then you have part two, of course, which takes place. It's supposed to be what, like five years, right? Between one and five is like five years difference. Um, man, I should know this, I guess. I think it's five years. Yeah, you're right, because it doesn't make sense to what the boy looked like in the lake. You're right. Right, but it kind of, it's more believable than part two going into part three, because next part day. three is supposed to be the next day. So how do you get part two Jason, where he's a lot skinnier and he has hair, Yeah. to part three, Richard Brooker, who's giant, completely bald the next day that bothers the shit out of me you know what most people don't notice is the scene in three in the beginning when um roger brooker goes to the that guy's uh food stand with the rabbit and all that shit if you look he's in the fucking overalls in between the clothes and he steals that guy's shirt and pants to give the three look most people don't ever see that. The wife's out, the ladies outside with her little basket. Yes. She's like, Who's anybody there? If yeah. there's a freeze frame, you can go online. He has the overalls on and the other shirt, and he's stealing that guy's shit off his line. That's how he changes. How do I not know that? I, dude, I didn't know it for years because it's so like grainy and dark. You really couldn't fucking tell. 
but really? there's a freeze frame of it. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't set, show how he shaved his fucking head. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, but... And his face is totally different a day later. It's yeah. totally different. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. See, I never even noticed that. That's awesome. Yeah. But bro, now... You, you come to the king, bro. Uh, yeah, let's, <laughs> you know, listen, I get it. I get it. We can, we can compare shit, bro. But what's, what's great, what's great is three into the final chapter is brilliant. It oh. just picks up on the, on the floor of the barn. One through four is like its own little series. Absolutely. Four, four is my favorite, and four to me is the last scary four, one. Four is my favorite, and Ted White is my favorite, Jason. Yeah. I, I, I have the shadow box right... This fucking thing move. Hold on. Right <laughs> there against the wall. Yeah, I see it. It's all Ted White, including the buck whatever knife from the, the top. The, the, the mask, that's wrong, because the mask has the slit on the wrong side on the poster. And That's the poster right. mask has no buttons, right. no straps. That one's in there. Right. And, um, the buck knife, the picture of him, his figure, the 11 by 17, and, and, and um, the picture of him sawing the guy's neck. And then the actual buck knife is glued to it with him signed it, Ted White. Saw, sawing Axel's neck. Say again? Sawing Axel's neck. Axel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Axel. You know that one of the girls working out is famous? Is 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 the yeah? That's Darcy DeMoss from Part Six. That's right. That's right. Come yeah. on, man. She I, I forgot that. I should have brushed up, bro. Bro, I do <laughs> trivia. I do trivia nights. You should have jumped on those. Ah, oh, see, I didn't know that. Maybe next time you do it, I'll jump in. I just did one uh, two nights ago. I had no idea, or else I wouldn't jump on. Fuck, I'm fucking out of here, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's brilliant. The she- the Chevron shit. You know, the marks on the mask bother me throughout the movies, except for part five. We're not going to talk about five because five obviously is imposter, Jason. I'll watch it, but it's just not. Uh. Oh, we got to get we got to get into it because let's do it. I, I never I have 65 masks. Do you really? Yeah. So I have every mask signed by every single one ever. And I have every variation, including poster variations signed by everyone ever. I never had a five because I felt like I was betraying the fucking movie <laughs> if I got a fucking five. So and I used to piss me the fuck off because I, I had to I meet I had to meet Tom Morgan though, but I never I never met what's his face um, Dick Whelan. I never met him. So I have Dick Whelan and Tom Morgan on the part five. Furthermore, furthermore, Jimmy, I have the part five cover mask, the white one that looks like the um, Road Warrior. Dick signed by War- Dick and fucking Tom on that white cover mask. That's awesome. Yeah. So and, that and, always bothered me. He yeah. bothered me that he was skinny. He yeah. bothered me that he had a, a, a onesie overall like Michael. Yeah, the blue shit bothered me. Yeah, and then at the end when his fucking head came off, yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" Is this? Yeah, man. Yeah, it was brutal. What I was the like first? What, what was the first one you saw in the movie theater? Six was mine. Seven. Seven. Okay, six was my first one in the theater. Seven. I went with um, one of my uncles or cousins because oh. back then they were starting to crack down on on age, right? Um, and then eight. I'm, I'll never forget this. Well, we can get into that shit show. Eight, I went with my buddy Brian, and my I, the the movie theater was like two minutes from my my house. And back then, you went in the paper, remember? And you had to find the times. Sure. So I'm like, dude, look at part eight is this time, but we can't tell my parents that. So right. remember the movie Mac and Me? Of course, dude. <laughs> it was playing like five minutes before. <laughs> so so we hopped in Mac and Me, left, ran out, and went into part eight. Of course. <laughs> Mac that goes to show you how much we cared, you know. Yeah. Mac yeah. at me. That's a whole Mac and me. brutal. <laughs> oh my god. It's ridiculous. Seven, they killed, they fucked up the kills in seven. 
They did. They mm-hmm. did. But isn't there something in the box set? Is is there more in the box set or something? There's, there's, like that? there's a little bit more. You see, uh, Doctor Cruz like with the weed eater, fucking chop him up. But it's not the finished product. It's like shitty VHS quality. Yeah. And you see some other. Um, remember the the black kid outside the van? He crushes his head. Yes. You see it all the way down like an accordion. Oh, nice. And his brain come out and shit. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they fucked up the kills. The, the way his his whole get up and his whole look, I thought was great though. Oh. Because even when they even when they take the mask off, there's there's the chop from from part four, you know, in the head and everything, everything was was Perfect. spot on. Now yeah. you want to get real geeky. So John Carr Beekler who I have autographs with and, and pictures with who just Re- passed away. Recently passed away. And I kicked myself in the ass real quick because yeah. there was a New Jersey horror con and there was a whole bunch of, like Ari Lehman was there. Um, yeah. Amy Steele was there. I met Harry Man. I did a mini, a mini episode with Harry Manfredini, who was awesome. Who did it Vengeance was- Music. Who did Vengeance music, which is yeah. fucking great. Yeah. Um, and it's a dude, now it's like a legit, it's a Friday 13th movie now. You have him, yeah. him doing the score. I wanted to get him for Rosebud, but I, I won't disclose what his price is, but right. it's way too much for Rosebud. I'm sure. And yeah. maybe one other person. And there were so many other people that I met, and I was kind of like, I was kind of tapped out for the weekend. And I didn't meet Beekler. And I kicked myself in the ass because now he's gone. And not, and not to make it feel bad, he is a wealth of knowledge. I'm sure. You know, oh, my God. You ask him about makeup. You ask him about other movies. How would you do this? Like, nobody knows more than him. Right. Like, his craft is, like, dead. And I, I mean that with, like, him and Savini, because everything's practical effects now. Today so now is Savini's birthday. What? Today, today is Savini's 74th oh, birthday. Oh, fuck. That's right. It was on his Instagram. Yeah. Um, I met him in a couple times in Arizona. I sent him some masks to be signed. Yeah. He, dude, he, he ripped my check up. He wouldn't take it. Send him back to me signed. That's great. I met him. I met him also. And um, he did. I don't remember what episode it was, but I handed him like a sticker so he could read it. It was like a Brooklyn Blast Furnace sticker. Yeah. And I was like right into my phone. I was like, can you do like a drop for my podcast? He was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, what do you want me to say? I was like, I don't know. Just say who you are and that you're listening to blah, blah, blah. He goes, all right. He's like, how you doing, everybody? I'm Tom Savini, and you're listening to the Brooklyn Blast Runners podcast. But why? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's, that's the greatest ever. I was like, that's fucking awesome. awesome. He was super cool, man. Yeah. That's one dude as a little kid. I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but like as a little kid, I wanted to be just like Tom Savini because I used to buy Fangoria magazines and mm-hmm. there was a whole thing. I recently rebought it. It was a whole thing with the final chapter. And I would, oh, like Tom Savini, Tom Savini, all those movies he was doing, Day of the Dead, yeah. Maniac. So I was like, I want to, I want to do horror stuff like this guy. Yeah. So he was like the first person, him and George Carlin were like the two people that like I always like looked up to as a little kid. Weird. What I, what I was saying was Beekler and Savini, um, just so I forget, um, yeah. that craft <laughs> is gone, bro, because it's all CGI now. Yeah. So you had guys like who were learning, handing down, then Savini learning, handing down, Beekler learning, handing down. It's gone. I mean, yeah, there's some here and there, but it's not generational anymore. It's not getting right. better. You know, like right. you had the thing, the fucking thing still holds up. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Even like, look look at like American Whale from London, dude. It's unbelievable. Insane. Unbelievable. 
Unbelievable. Like how they did all of that stuff. How many people are off camera to make this happen? Like, like even like little, like something as simple as like Annie in the first one, when she gets her throat cut, it's like how many people are off camera and this, and there's a prostate. There's so much that went into it that I don't know. I just think it makes it just fucking cool. Cause people are doing hands on shit and figuring out this illusion instead of yeah. running it through a program and having it CGI. You're an engineer and an artist at the same time. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Remember well, the banana girl? You ever see that kill? Of course. Yes. It goes, the, and it, it's around the side of her neck. Yeah. It's like sheet metal. Yeah. 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 Of course. Man. I never met her. I don't yeah. remember her name. I don't remember her name, but I never met her either. Have you been <laughs> to the original uh, Camp Novi Scobo? I have not, but I've been to Blairstown 95,000 times. You know why, man? Because I look at it and I want to go. I want to go, but you can't trespass because they're on top of that shit. Oh, no, no. Yeah, so you can't do that. So I would love to, but... They just had one on Halloween. Right, but 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 I would like to do like the overnight thing, but it's crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, it's super expensive. Like, really? It's like me, my girl, my daughter. It's like, you know, it's like $1,800 for like, I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. To sleep in a cold ass friggin' log cabin. It, it was cool. And I went because Adrian was there. I got, she's a sweetheart. And Officer Dorf. And then I reenacted. I the, met him too. He's great yeah. too. I reenacted the, the, the axe kill with a, what's her name? Marcy. Marcy. Yeah. Right, so she, I swung it into her head and she had it in my head. Mm-hmm. Then we saw the snake on the ground. They had a fake snake where the mother stood behind the tree to, to stare at them. All the, the, the fucking boathouse is underwater now. Really? Yeah, dude. It's so fucking accurate to the game. It'll blow your mind in. Really? The game absolutely nailed everything and absolutely nailed everything with that. It was unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. got to go. It's a bucket list thing. So I just got to just chalk it up and pull the trigger and just go and do it. On my folders, there's one for Friday Thirteenth. There's I must have a hundred pictures from there and there. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. He's fucking taking pictures all over. The place. They have, the they have like bow the and arrow in like the actual cabin where that scene was filmed. Yes. They, so what happens is you go into a cabin. They'll have a picture of Kevin Bacon, picture of the actor above him, and then like a story of what happened there. Oh, really? That's all. Yeah. The actual bunk. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's great, dude. Yeah. It's, I, love- I mean, it's so. I, I wouldn't say it'd be worth it if it wasn't. It's worth it. Really? Yeah, dude, I came home. I watched part one when I came. It was like one in the morning. I came home and watched part one. I was like, holy shit. This is yeah. so spot on now. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love that shit. They have the Monopoly game set up exactly the way it was in the movie. Really? Yeah. They don't, uh, they don't uh, fuck around. Oh, really? See, I got I to gotta do it. See, you convinced <laughs> me, buddy. Convince me. I, I get the email notifications all the time for the events that are coming up and shit. I was going to do Halloween, but they're like, you got to wear a mask all the time. I'm like, I'm not wearing a mask walking through the woods for a mile and doing that shit. Fuck same that. same here, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I know that there's like these little conventions, the little sideshow markets. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to take a picture with somebody wearing a mask. I'm not doing stupid. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just, and, I'm, and then if you don't, you got to be six foot away from them. It's like, what the hell is going on? That, that's the whole opposite of the experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. So now, so now what we'll do, check this out. We'll, all right. So we have part two into part three makes no sense as far as the next day, how Jason looks. Um, and it's Saturday. Uh, correct. <laughs> Co- yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we all know, we all know that, that Jason gets his mask from Shelly. Um, Yep. And then part, the final chapter, it's brilliant the way it goes right into it. And we both agree that the final chapter is my favorite as well as yours. But now you have a movie 
in production, The Fall of Camp Blood. Yes. Which takes place right after the events of the ending of the final chapter. Um, so right. it's correct, correct me if I'm wrong. The the floor is yours. So so it was one year after, and it still is one year after. But when we did the fundraiser for it, um, Riley, the director and writer, and Nick Christian, the producer, I'm also a producer on it, um, had this envision. I said to my, why don't why aren't you guys doing the ambulance scene? Like we did, we wanted to do the ambulance scene, we just didn't have the money. I said, dude, we got fans now, we could easily do another fundraiser for it, and we did, and we wanted to raise five grand, we raised like eighteen grand. Dude, 15 or something like that. So now, if you saw the teaser trailer, he dropped during his haunted Halloween. Did you see that? Yeah, 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 of course. He had a Halloween convention on Halloween, and he was supposed to be behind on Friday. I'm sorry, the day for Halloween. It was supposed to be behind the scenes. He he like lied and dropped the trailer to the fans. Another one. So and it showed him in the ambulance getting like CPR. So, so it does take place right after, but then the whole movie is one year after, and they're going to close the camp, and the parents that own cottages there send their kids back to get belongings. Ah. And, they, they, and Jason sees that. He don't like that shit. Right now, he doesn't like anyone entering like his that. wilderness, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun fact that people might know, might not know. You probably know, but the house that the, in the final chapter was used in a lot of different movies. Eraser. Entourage. Entourage. Eraser with Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's a, like, and then someone actually lives there. That's like, yeah. 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 I want to go there. I want to trespass and go there. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I mean, it probably looks nothing like you think it does, but. I know it's probably a lot smaller and whatnot, but yeah. So, but I think that's awesome. Like, and we'll go through all your movies. I love how, I mean, you bounce around from, from, from three different movies with your fan films, which what, what, before we even get any further, like what made you want to do this kind of stuff? And did you have like, do you have any kind of like film background? Like, like, like what, what made you jump into this? Um, just been a huge fan. Number one. Uh, so we'll do that before background. Um, always, always been a huge Friday 13 fan. And I knew I, and horror in general, I mean, I got 488, blu-ray and 4ks downstairs of horror um and then i never went to a con and then i I had my knee replaced and i was sitting around like three weeks later i'm like what the fuck i looked on my phone and it said rock and shot kane hotter what the fuck i always knew kane was because his name alone was so different you know when you look for the credits for him like a hard name kane yeah this sounds like like, fucking around (laughs) so so i'm like fuck it i'm gonna fucking go to this so i drove it was like an hour and a half I fucking drove there. I get out. I, I just wanted to see him. I brought a part seven mask. I went and bought it and I went up to him and I'm waiting in line and I'm like, I'm like nervous, you yeah. know? And uh, I had clots and shit, a bunch of medical issues. I had uh, light compression socks on and stuff. So and I'm sitting there and he's like, what's up rock. Cause I, I looked different then. I looked more like the rock. And uh, he's, I'm like me, you know? And then he's like, yeah, what's up? And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, what the fuck's up there. And I'm like, what's going on? I take a picture. And he sees me limping a little bit. He's like, what's wrong? Pulls me out of line. I told him, I have my knee replaced. I don't want to sit here and cry or whatever about it. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, shit, whatever. I gave him three things to sign. His book, uh, the mask, and a figurine. He signed all three for zero. Nice. So they say, like, meet your heroes. It won't be the same bullshit. Yeah. I went back. Horror people are a completely different breed of people, minus Linda yeah. Blair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went true. back to another con. He fucking recognized me. Yeah. Within three cons, I'm sitting at his table. We're going to dinner. We're having shots. 
He's invited me to have drinks. He gave me his address to send shit to sign. And we became friends. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is it's this weird, happening? right? It's like, how did yeah. I get here? It's awesome. So, so like uh, that on top of, uh, even as a kid, we used to do radio shows and we used to make, we, we used to always do stuff like that. People always like, oh, you should have been in the movies. But I'm like, how do I get in the movies? I'm not going to move to California. Right. You know what I'm saying? So long story short, do you know the movie Voorhees that just released? No. There's a fan film Voorhees that just came out a few days ago. I was part of that. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah left that. And then Vengeance kind of knew I was involved with it, asked me to start doing promotions, did promotions. We signed CJ, signed Steve. It just got bigger, asked me to be in it. Then I was in it. Then Riley at Fall Camp Blood said, dude, your promotions are really good. We'll bring you over here. And we want to give you a part. Did the part. And then it's kind of snowballing from there. Yeah. That's fucking great, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking. I played James Deere, Rob Deere's brother, bro. I I know, and which I think I so so now, I that he was. I met I met him. What's his real name in real life? Um, um, Rob's real name, uh, Eric Eric Anderson Alderson. Yeah, Anderson. I, I got a story about him when you're done. I met I met him. Um, he actually asked me if I saw the movie. I'm like, bro. Wait till I tell the story. Go ahead. I'm like. Really? Like, like, yeah, dude. Like, of course I've seen the movie. Like, what kind of a question is that? <laughs> um, yeah, it was just weird. Um, so yeah, I met him and I always wanted to meet, but I know that she she's been in bad shape, is Sandra. She has an odd name in real life. Right. It's her name. I don't remember her name. I forgot. Uh, shit. I'm on the spot. But um, but yeah, but he was mad cool. And what I think is great is how you have Rob's nephew in Vengeance. Vengeance. Yeah. Right. Good call. Yeah. You have Ginny, Amy Steele, the final girl from part two. You have her niece mm-hmm. in Vengeance. And Chris Higgins, you have, it's her daughter, right? And Tommy's daughter. And to, oh, of course, well, that goes without saying, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. And how you have CJ Graham from part six is Jason's father. You have Tom McLaughlin from part six as the gravekeeper. Who always wanted to do Jason's father. Which is crazy. Yeah. And Steve Nash and Harry Manfredini on the score. Yeah. It's fucking great, dude. Oh, it was, dude, it was like one of those things we kept landing people and like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. You know, it, it was amazing. Back to the James Deere and Eric yes. Anderson. So uh, I don't think Riley's going to care if I release this, but my goal, there's a time where I read a letter, right? Because my sister's also dead. Right. From yeah. Tina Sanders. Sandra. Yeah, yeah Sandra. she got killed with Jeff. Yeah. You know that she had a nude scene with her tits and they found out she's 16 and they erased it? I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so now you're talking, this is, this is what movie? This is Vengeance 2. Uh, no, Fall no. Camp Blood. Full camp blood. All right. Just so yeah. I don't get myself all fucked up. Okay. So um, James Deere, Rob's brother. And there's a part where I read a letter from him where like he's saying, you know, he's saying, I'm going to go after Jason kind of thing. And obviously he ends up dead. So like I'm following up with my sister and my, and my brother gone, you know? So I said to him, I go, why don't I hit up Eric Anderson and we'll have his voice be the actual letter, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, so I hit him up and I was like, dude, listen, um, I'll give you $250 on PayPal right now on my own money. This is three sentences. Can you read this? Dude, it's funny that you said what you said. He goes, nobody gives a flying fuck about me. I said, are you out of your mind? 
I said, you're part four. So in, in the horror community, it's, it's 50, it's probably 40. Some people, most people like six, but the other 40 or 50% is part four. It's between yeah. those two are everybody's number one. Yeah. I go, you're out of your mind. I go, Ted white was uh, at monster mania. People going shit, ape shit over him. I go, if you got in costume with Ted white, you'd make thousands of dollars, $10,000. Yeah. Easily from the Photoshop, just because it's no longer going to be around. Yeah. You know what has, I'm saying? And I, he has, he has a very iconic, yeah you know, he's killing me, he's killing me. He's, it's great dude that's yeah. like a staple <laughs> uh if you look at the fall go, uh, fall camp blood trailer when yeah. i'm stabbing the wall that claw is on the wall no shit yeah dude so yeah. so um I, I said dude read the thing i'll give you 250 right now he goes uh, he goes i go I'll put you in the credits well i don't want to get credited because you know my agent or whatever they're like i go i'll uncredit you I won't even credit you. What's your PayPal? I'll give me 250 right now. Read it off your phone because it doesn't matter because it's playing off a 1980 voice recording thing. So it would sound like shit anyways. Right. So so I said, just just send it to me. He's no, dude, nobody gives a fuck. I go, they do give a fuck. Here yeah. I am trying to give you $250. We obviously give a fuck. Yeah. Plus, what else are you going to do? In, in the five sentences you talked to me, could have been the five sentences you got the $250. Of course. Yeah. So, so he's like, I don't want to do it, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate your love, but you know, nobody gives a fuck. I, I pass. I'm like, oh, fuck man. Okay. Ah, All right. So just, we really? don't understand, you know, that's bizarre, man. He, he doesn't understand what he means. No, he, no, I guess, I guess not, man, because yeah, this is being too humble. I, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't you know. You throw him in the jacket that he had, put a rifle in his hand, put him next to Ted white in costume came over. Yeah, dude. Game over. You can charge whatever you want. Yeah, what, yeah, absolutely. A little yeah. combo deal. Yeah, I, I met him. He signed the thing. He was, it was like the one way he cuts open the, the tent and he, and he wrote, what the hell are you doing here? Like, you know, and yeah, yeah. You know, he signed. Like, that was fucking cool, man. Yeah. That would have been awesome if he would have read that, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. And then we could have released it later behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I, I don't know. Call read. me right now. Tell me here's 10 bucks. Just read this. I'll read it. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> two seconds. Hit him up again, man. Fucking break his balls. I'm going to try. Give it a shot. One more time. <laughs> like, sorry. I'm sorry if I'm being annoying, but you mean a lot. So come I, on. I did like two months later. I go, hey, it's Pete from Pete Anthony Productions. I know we talked before. I'm not trying to bother you, but you know, I really just want to give you this money and be part of the lore of the fans. The fans really want to hear from you. It's been real long. They would absolutely love it. I bet you'd get more people at more cons. And he's like, not interested. I'm like, motherfucker. Damn it. It's, it's not even, you know, what's funny. It's more sad to me. Not that I didn't get him, but that he doesn't think that he's, he, he yeah. that he's loved. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, I completely fucking get it. <laughs> completely get it. Fuck. So now, now, Full camp blood. What's like the status on that? And like, do you have like, an, done? It's done. It's done. Uh, Riley thinks it'll come out the first quarter of 2021, so January to 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 March. Oh, that's awesome. We had the delay. You know, I got hurt with the shoulder and all that. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That thing. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah. Yeah. Out of commission for a little while. Yeah. Four tendons ripped off. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. So. So, but. I had no idea if that it was actually complete, which is awesome. And it's coming out. So what are the chances? Like, are you going to do like the same thing like you did with vengeance as far mm -hmm. as distributing it or like where you can watch it and shit? Same thing. Uh, we can't make money off it. So any of the, the funds go to charity vengeance gave like 20 something thousand to the Shriners children's hospital. 
You can't make money off. No, because we're using the likeness of Paramount, of Jason. We're stealing their idea. Wow. Yeah, you see, you know what? I never even fucking thought of that shit. So you you could do whatever you want. There's certain limitations on what you could raise. You cannot cannot distribute it on Amazon, on Netflix. You you can make DVDs and Blu-rays, but you have to show your records and any profit can't be kept past to go to a charity. Really? Otherwise, me and you could tomorrow win the lotto and go make a Jason movie and compete with Paramount. They're not going to like that shit. You know? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so, so that's the same thing. You do that's why you do the Indiegogo or Kickstarter to get the funds for it and and then go from there. So that, that should be the same thing with that. It'll be released on on uh Blu-ray and, and DVD and uh VHS also. Yeah. Not, oh, that's cool. That's cool. It's like a cool little old school throwback little gimmick. Did you see the Vengeance VHS one we got? Did. I don't yeah. have one. Can I get one? Someone can I buy one? I do it. I got Fuck me, man. I'll fucking, I'll send you one. There's 13 red ones made in the world. 13. I have them. Of course you do. So, so, so. You should have. $28 to cost to make that. Yeah, because, yeah. Nobody makes them. Yeah. But it's, it's it's, 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 stuff like that means something. Yeah. To somebody who it means something to. You know what I mean? Like, you pay for that, for a, a cool thing like that. Yeah, well, the guy you talked to him, he's like, well, first of all, there's no red tapes around ever. They're all ran out. Second of all, so like a DVD and a Blu-ray, you could crank them on a computer. On a VHS, whatever time is, is what the time is. Sure. If the movie's an hour and a half, you got to sit there an hour and a half and record it for an hour and a half. So you yeah. can't crank them out. Right. You know, but they're expensive. Nobody wants to do that. That's fucking cool as shit, though, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah VHS tapes and shit. Um, yeah. So that'll be coming out. And it'll be, you'll probably put it up on YouTube because... And say, but you can you can watch Vengeance on YouTube and it's and it's, it's entire. Right. And, and, and maybe Venmo too, but yeah, YouTube for sure. Yeah. Very cool. So now then we go, we we see you you do nothing, you have nothing to do with part five. <laughs> no, no. Right. Who no? Who would the fuck want to do part five? Exactly. I get it. And the fucked up part is, bro, the the movie's pretty good. The the <laughs> man for indebted music is really fucking good. And the yeah. acting is good, Reggie. Yeah. Melanie Kinnerman's a fucking smoke show. Yeah. Like it's it's if, if that movie ended with it being Jason, it would be in the in the top half. Yeah, it definitely would. Yeah. I met Reggie the Reckless, Dudley from Different Strokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had to meet him. He thought I was crazy. I was wearing a Charles Manson shirt. He looks at me <laughs> and I'm like, yo, come here. It was like towards the end, they were kind of wrapping up. I'm like, no, 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 like, yo, come here. And he's just like, he thought like I was like mad at him or something. He's like, "Yo, it's, uh, you all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, you're you're fucking you're Reggie the Reckless. You're Dudley, bro. I gotta meet you." How tall did he ever get? Is he still short? He's tiny. I'll send you the picture. I mean, I'm six yeah, feet. Yeah. He's like in the middle of my chest. It's like my daughter's height. <laughs> my daughter's eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get big too. He didn't get big at all. I remember um, Melanie Kinnerman in the rain with her white I, shirt. Yes. Holy shit. And she, she leans against the wall. I was like, I was like about 15 then. I was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, I never met her either. I never met her. Yeah. I talked to her on Facebook once in a while. She's super nice. Yeah. See, like, like, going back to what we said, like all the Friday 13 people are super fucking nice. Super. As long as you have some weirdo, they're cool with you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just like, hey, what's up? Like, I talk to everybody like I know the bronze is anyway. You know, hey, I, what's I, going on? Shake your hand. How you doing? Like, I, I was at Monster Mania with Adrian King. And, uh, well, she was there and I went up to her. This is before I talked to her about vengeance. Cause we tried to get her on vengeance, but she's sag and it's very hard to, you can't do sag cause we're non-union because we'd be stealing from Jason. So, and if you get her for sag, then it's so many rules. You got to pay her so much. It's so hard. It's union. 
So, so um, anyways, I'm sitting in this, this girl, bro, this, I mean, she had like three teeth, a full beard comes up all like sweat, comes over to where I swear to God on my mother's life with a bag, a brown bag, all like oily and fucked up. And she opened this, I made you oatmeal cookies. She's not even in line. And she fucking puts them in front of her. I'm right there in line. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then she's like, eat one. And then she's like, I'll eat it later. Thank you. I'm, I'm looking at her. Don't fucking eat it. Don't fucking eat it. Yeah, don't eat that. Don't eat that. <laughs> yeah. There's, dude, there's, 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 what's in there? Yeah, I'm sure you've been to these cons, dude. There's some fucking weirdos there. There are some weirdos. Yeah. There are definitely some weirdos. Yeah. You know, but, but if, you, if you approach these people like a normal, happy human being, everything should be fine. Usually, yeah. You sometimes they're just a little like they're it's the people who don't blink. You ever, ever notice that? They're just like, "Hey, man," yeah, I'm like, "Why aren't you blinking?" You know, it's just creepy. Yeah, yeah. settle down, like relax. <laughs> and I'm sure you've been to Monster Mania. Oh, a million times. Let's talk about the smell in Monster Mania in August. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, dude. there's always the post. People just just make sure you wear deodorant, wear deodorant, wear deodorant. Yeah, one guy defended it. One guy goes, you know, I'm a little bit heavier, so I smell, I sweat. What's the big deal? I'm like, sweating and smelling is two different things. If you got up in the morning and you showered and soaked yourself and put on clean clothes and deodorant, you might sweat, but you're not going to smell like a bag of shit. Right. You know, right. I get it's like, that. Dude, like, why do you smell like hot salami? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them, in their defense, they sleep in their car. Yeah. So That's they- how they're true fans. They have no money. They drive up and they sleep in their car. So, so obviously, they're going to smell a little bit. Ooh, take a yeah. bird bath, something. I'd go take in the a sink. Bird bath in a sink or something. Yeah, something, dude. Wash your pits, wash your ass somewhere. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And and back then in August, Monster Mania, that's before the fire marshal shut it down. So you used to have way, way too many people on that motherfucker. Well, they, well, I was there when they shut it down. It was, so it, was was the one, it was the one where all the strange, what, what was it, the it kids or the Stranger Things kids? The Stranger Things kids. Yeah, was yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Or it could have been the it kids. kids. It was it, the it kids. I was there. I have video of the VIP. I'm cutting the cake. Oh, yeah, I was there. I don't have video of it, but I was there. Yeah. And I remember my daughter was going to come, but she got sick last minute. She had like a stomach bug. And I felt terrible because she wanted to meet them. But I even told her, I was like, the lines for those kids, you would have met maybe two of them. And that's all you would have did all day long is wait on a line. Crazy. Uh, and it's so hot in that room with the photo ops. So oh. hot, man. It was ridiculous. ridiculous. Dude, I did Savini Jason one of those years. I was fucking sweating. I don't know if you ever saw me. I was sweating my fucking balls off. Full costume, full face, full everything. I had the trident, everything, dude. I was I, my my entire pants were soaked as if I was swimming. Jeez. It was just pouring down me. It's so hot yeah. in there. Nuts. Nuts. So now we'll skip over part five because there's really no more to really talk about. Um, so now part six, which is one of my favorites, it's in my probably my top three or four favorites. Oh, you don't got it number two. Give me, give me your fucking five. Give me your top five. Lay it on me. All right, my top five. Let's go. <laughs> four, two, three, one, six. Holy shit. Four, two, four, two, three, one, six. Seven. Seven. You got one, one ahead of six. I do. Now, I understand nostalgia. And if you don't know the other ones, it is a pretty cool whodunit. 
Right, it is. It and is. I'm not going to take that it, away. It, well, it's uh, it all doesn't hold up as well. It's the only problem. It doesn't hold right. up like Halloween does. Right. It doesn't. It, it absolutely doesn't. doesn't. But yeah, it, it's it, it is nostalgia. It is a time and place thing. Yeah, C- it was C- special C- for you. C.J. Graham is my second favorite Jason next to Ted White. Yeah. When C.J. was on the fucking, I was talking to Tom McLaughlin. I talked to Tom McLaughlin all the time. I run. He's a sweetheart of a guy, too. I met C.J. Graham yeah. a couple times. Uh, Tom McLaughlin, I run his fan page. I was talking the other day. Um, that They weren't even supposed to have that scene with the, with the RV flips. It was like a high-budget thing. They didn't want to do it, but they fucking did it one take. And that was one his take. That was his luggage or somebody else's luggage on the top that goes flying off. It's crazy. Yeah, and dude, that scene, that scene of that thing on fire, him on top, is one of the most iconic. iconic. I was going to do most iconic scenes ever in Friday the 13th. That's up there. That's definitely up there, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. So um, you got two second. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. Shit. Yeah. I, dude, I didn't like two for a long time. I love it. I love it. And, 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 and then I went back and watched it, and this was even before, you know, working with Steve. And I'm like, this fucking movie's pretty fucking good. It's got one of the best final girls ever. Yeah. Yeah, by far. And I love I love the realness of it when she's there. Paul, somebody's in the fucking room. You yeah, know, like it's somebody in the shit goddamn out of it. room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the end, the the director admitted that that did not have that the um, the end, hold on. Did not happen. Right? No, the end. No, it well, did not happen, he said. It was a dream right. sequence. Right? Yeah. Which means the dog is dead. Yeah, little muffins done. Is done. Yeah, people start arguing. No, Muffin's live. Like, no, he said it was a sequence, and it makes sense too. Because where's Paul? Right, right. Paul's dead. Paul's fucking dead. Yeah, Paul's yeah. dead. Yeah. So now, and by the way, Adrian hates the fact that she's dead. She fucking hates it. She wants to be alive. But if you look at two with the bodies laid down, there's the fucking ice pick and a dead body rotten. Yes. Yeah. It's true. Very. I told her that. She didn't, she didn't want to hear it. <laughs> It's cool. She has like a little wine company, Crystal Lake Wines yeah. and stuff. Yeah, she was trying to sell it when I was there. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's cool. Um, she aged well, dude. She's like the same size. Dude, she, she looks exactly the same. Yeah, I was in the boat with her where I was like jumping her. out of the water. She she fucking is the same size. Yeah, it's like good for her, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so all right, so we have part six. six where you know it's it's Frankenstein zombie Jason, which I I love it. I love that whole thing. Um. I thought Tom Matthews was a great fucking Tommy Jarvis. He was also the, the best actor in the entire series. You think uh, so? Man, who's a better actor than him? Yeah, I would have to sit and think about it. From eight on, fucking forget it. Because that's just... Oh, my God, what a shit show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so crazy. It's so crazy. Tina, we'll, we'll, maybe. We'll touch on that real quick, though, as we get there. But it's, it's <laughs> great how, like, like, all right, so Vengeance takes place right after... 30 years after 30 years after part six. So we don't have seven yet. It's, it's, it's right after six. Well, after six, hold on one more six for you, bro. When I was fucking young, I used to go around and tell everybody, Hey, at the end, when the propeller hits them. So in part seven, this might be reversed, but in part seven, the damage is on his left side. Wait, it is on his left side. Propeller's on his left side in part six. If you, this is when there's only VHS, very hard to see. In part six, when the propeller first hits him, it's on the right fucking side. And then it pauses, there's a muddy scene, and then it goes back to the left. I took my phone, now that it's digital, to Tom McLaughlin and CJ, and I said, listen, 
I said, the fucking mask has damage on the wrong side. It's a mistake. I called up Bob Ferdin at fiberglassmask.com. I said, make me the fucking mask with the wrong damage. And he knew about it. He goes, nobody believes me. I know. So hold on. Fucking hold on. (laughs) (laughs) So here we fucking go. Yeah. Get into it. And I had CJ write mistake. So it's on the wrong side. Oh, that's awesome. See? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, and, and now that it's on digital, everybody could see it. But back in the day, you'd have the VHS pause it just right. Yeah. But I remember seeing it. I'm like, dude, it's on the wrong side. Then it flips back over. Tom still can't explain what happened with that. Really? Well, yeah. there's, another, there's another goof in, in, in part six with, you probably, well, is it part? No, it's not part six. My fault. Is it part six? Which one? No, it's part five. The strap over the guy's eyes. Oh yeah, the wrong way. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, yeah. You see him twisting it one way, and it's getting tighter. And they cut back, and they cut back, and he's, he's twisting the opposite way, and it snaps. I got one for you, Crazy Ralph, Part Two. How does he get the thing around the tree? It's just like over. It's it. just already over the tree. Yes. Yeah. I notice that every time too. Yeah. I'm like, well, how tall is the fucking tree? What the fuck? He jumped over it. What the fuck happened? I yeah. wish I would have met that guy, man. Walt Gorney. I yeah. love Crazy Ralph, man. Dude, I did trivia. You want to know something about Walt Gorney? What? He did the fucking intro to part seven. What do you mean the intro? There's a legend around here. No shit. Killer buried, but not dead. That's yeah. awesome. That's him, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Nobody man. knows that. Uh, yeah, I went to the, the the areas where he has his. I'll, I'll I'll say when we're done, like I'll just I'll message you a whole bunch of my Friday the Thirteenth shit that I told the pictures I took. Yeah, but, um, you mean at Blair's house where he was with the bike? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went there too. Yeah, yeah. I have, a, I have all that shit. Um, <laughs> so now thirty years after, which is great because there's always the whole thing. There was always speculation about the the, the drunk gravekeeper guy in part six, or that might be Jason's dad. Or whatever, but you introduce Elias Voyes, which is ballsy. Fucking, what's that? Ballsy. Very ballsy. How about the fact that Jeremy Brown, um, Mike Mead, and Jason Brooks wrote? I'm writing part two with Jason, by the way. Um, and I'm also writing Imagine those two bloodlines. Yes. But they wrote in that the original killer in the fucking was not the mother, that it was Elias. That's even more ballsy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They nailed that scene, dude. It looked exactly like it, though, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. the whole the whole beginning scene of the council is getting killed from the original Friday Thirteen. Yeah, we found Which, that guitar. We got that actual guitar and everything. Really? Where, where not not like the real guitar, but oh. the same model and all that it's shit. Friday. Which is hard. That that's like old, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so all the Friday Thirteen people, if you haven't seen Vengeance, you, you gotta fucking check it out. Fuck it's yeah. Fun. Yeah, man. By the way, when you go to Nobi Scobo, the real guitar's there. Really? The real original sign is there. A bunch of shit. Dude, I'm telling you, you gotta go. If you go, let me know. I'll go. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, we'll just take off and fuck shit up. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> why not? It's like, even like in the Blastown Museum, there's the, the diner sign that's yeah, yeah. originally in the Blastown Diner is in the museum now because they were just gonna throw it away. Did you eat at the diner? Of course. Okay, okay. bro, I didn't know your level. I didn't know. Oh, you have to eat at the diner. And I, I always, I always say every time we've eaten this several times, and every time I'm there, I'm like, if I own this diner, it would just be 
Like they they could make it so much more of a tourist attraction gimmick thing. They could sell stuff like hand over fist, but they just don't. They have like one T-shirt. I survived the Blairstown Diner or whatever. And they have like two items, at least for our premiere that they changed it. There was like two items that had Jason names, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. they told us for the premiere they changed it a little bit. Yeah, yeah it was like yeah, like the, like the Jason fries. <laughs> yeah, something like, real simple. Like the Jason burger. Yeah. <laughs> Machete hot dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, come on. I, I, we might have actually saved one. I might actually have. So I'll, I'll, I collect stupid shit. So I might actually have like one of those menus from that day. You know what yeah. I noticed in part nine? You remember the the, the heavy part set nine, lady? which did Jason go to hell the final fry? Yeah, remember the heavy set lady with the little boyfriend? Yes, the one that runs the diner. If you go and look at her and go back to part one, they're wearing the same exact outfits. Really? The same diner color and scheme as one. Really? They yeah. did change the diner around, though. Oh, it's totally different. Yeah, it's not supposed to be the same diner. I just think they did an homage to right. it. By the no, time. but I'm saying the real-life Blast oh, yeah, 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 yeah. now, as opposed totally to the original movie, the counter is in a different place. Like, there's, yeah. an old, there's an old woman there in the Blastown Diner who's a waitress, and she's been there forever. And I pulled up a picture of, the, what was the waitress's name? The one Steve Christie is a cheap bastard and it only gives her a couple of cents. Yeah. For the, old, the old woman. She she passed away too. I don't know why I'm not remembering this because I'm on the spot right now. Yeah. But there's a certain picture of her and I'm like, where is this? And she's like, and the, this old lady's looking at it. She's like, it's like, well, this is definitely, they move the door. The door is completely different and everything. Right. But I'll send you all this stuff. I'll show you all my finds, my little nerdy yeah, finds. I like that shit. Yeah. So now Bloodlines... Vengeance 2 Bloodlines is going to take place right after Vengeance. I think well, I can give this away. So well, you don't have to tell it. too much. I mean, I mean, yeah. Jason said it the other day. So it's going to take place halfway through one to end of one to half into the two. Half of one, meaning the original Friday the 13th or Vengeance. Ve- All right. So it goes in the middle of Vengeance. To halfway into... To- I'll give you a, a, an idea. He said this, so it does matter. I'm alive. Okay. So, and we, I get killed halfway into one. Right. Gotcha. So, got it? Yes. Okay. Okay. And thank okay. you. Now, just so you know, they shot the scene of me dying. Yeah. We just, they didn't use it. So there, I have this, I have scenes, I'll send it to you, with a big green dildo hanging out of my head. Right. And what that is, is Jason gets stabbed from behind with a post... And he turns and then grabs the post, puts it through my eyeball, and I'm hanging off his body. Gotcha. So the green screen, you you erase it, and then when the, it goes through, you add it. Gotcha. So you, there's a fight scene, because I used to fight, right? So there's a fight scene. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. And then he just doesn't hurt him, and he grabs it and jams it through. But they didn't have enough time to CGI it. They said the color looked off. It was messed up. So they said, fuck it. We're cutting it out. I was pissed. Yeah. I was like, man, that was a great kill. But in hindsight, best thing ever happened to me in my career, because now I'm a major player in two. Yeah, it kind of worked out. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's good shit, man. Yeah, I know. So yeah, I know. Um <laughs> so so vengeance is in the middle vengeance vengeance two is in the middle of being written. In the middle of what? Being written. Me and Jason wrote probably fuck 60% of it. Okay. All right. So that's like in the middle of production. Yeah. So the now, problem is is that we're trying to get certain people and you can't really write it until you have them. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You so. get the people to fill in the slots and you fill in the blanks. I get it. It yeah. makes sense. There's a two, there's two um, non-F13 actors that are pretty big names 
that we have verbals from that is not 100% yet. So meaning if they end up getting a real gig at that time, we're fucked. But as of now, we're not. Right. So. Okay. All right. It's tough. Because these people are doing it for free. Yeah. So you can't tell them, hey, what the fuck? You know, you got to sign here. They're like, listen, I'll do it free. But if I get a paying gig, you know, what are you going to say? Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of cool, though. It's cool that, that some people, like, they step up and they'll do it for nothing. You know, everybody, CJ, Steve, Tom, nobody asked for a dime. That's Otherwise, right. you wouldn't be able to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Which they, is amazing. You know? Yeah. Another thing, fucking Friday 13 people are fucking, fucking cool. Yeah. Except for Kevin Bacon. Fuck him. Yeah. I don't know. He won't I don't sign shit, dude. He won't sign anything for Friday the 13th, huh? I heard if you get a hold of his manor, a manager for a hundred bucks or something like that, if you send him the picture, He'll sign it, but he won't say anything from the movie and right. he'll send it back to you. It's like, Jesus Christ, guy. It's like he's ashamed of it. Yeah, that's that's something that that's another thing that I will never like, like, like if I can't make a convention, I'm not gonna like let someone know, like, yo, do me a favor, here's money. Can you get something signed for me? Like it, for me, I have right. to be in front of that person. I will never go online and buy an autograph. Same it, with me, dude. Because it's about the experience and meeting this person and yeah, I'll take this picture and it's, it's just the, the experience of it. I'll never buy an autograph offline. Like that's right. not happening. Cause I got a picture with, I have a picture with every single Jason that was alive except for Brooker. Right. And everybody I have pictures with, then I have the, the photo ops with them in costume. And then I have the photo op. I don't know if you saw the one in Mon- did you get the monster mania one where they all were together? No. Oh, I, fuck. I know. I know. I know. Were you there? I was there. But I didn't get the photo op. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. You got the photo op, bro. I have. There's only. There's only. All right. I, I never met. All right. Betsy Palmer. As far as killers, Betsy Palmer. I never met. Passed away. Richard Brooker. Never met. Ari. Anyway. Met. Yeah. Ari several times. Yeah. He's yeah Ari's nuts. Ari's he's out. Nuts. He's out of his mind. He's a fun, he's harmless. He's just fun. He's a wacky dude and yeah. he's cool. Like I've met he's him. Too, he is who he is. You could ask him, what are you doing in two hours? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, hey, what are you? Yeah, it's like we were, it's me and my girl, we were walking through, like we were in Blair's time. We we're like walking from like the movie house to like somewhere, I don't know, we were walking through and we cut like through this alleyway or something. And there's Ari and he's standing there with a bunch of people. And I'm like, hey, what's going on, Ari? What are you, you know, what are you up to? Hey, just I'm smoking pot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl, the girl Jeanette that runs the Blairstown. Yes. I, I you know, because we, we were all kind of we were all kind of helping run it at that time. I had the one arm fucking stuck. And yeah. um, I'm like, where's fucking Ari? She like, he fucking takes off. I don't know where he goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he drinks, he smokes his pot, he goes yeah. hang out. Yeah, he's cool, man. Um, yeah, don't care. Yeah, definitely a character. But I, yeah. I met Ted White, which was awesome because there was a certain point where I saw that he had retired. Yes. It was like the Cle- somewhere in Cleveland. It was like one of the Cleveland conventions was his let horror hound, maybe something like that. Something one of that I was never at. But he announced that that was his final one. And I was so disappointed because if I was to pick any one that I would need to meet would be him because he's my favorite. And then he came back like the next Monster Mania. And I was all over that shit. Bro, I was at Monster Mania. Kane was to the left of him. You know, Kane's lines are fucking through the roof. And then he's sitting there and no one is in his line. And I come over to him. I go, there's no one in your line. He's like, no. I, I turned up. I go, people, this is a fucking legend. Yeah, we're talking about he was John Wayne's stuntman. Yes, you know, forget that. I mean, just 
Yeah. yeah. She just thought he was like 40 years old doing stunts in part four. His part four portrayal is fucking legendary. So yeah. anyways, back to the picture. I got the picture, bro. Let me tell this from this. So <laughs> I knew I knew Steve pretty good by then where he, he would he would t- <laughs> I was a lot better shape and younger than I'd go into lines and he'd be like, oh, you think you're Mr. Good looking, huh? Because I'd have a chick with me. He's like, I'm better looking than you. I'm like, you fucking actually are probably. <laughs> so so um, and then and Kane, I was really good friends with like we'd have dinner and do shots and CJ knew decent. Bro, I come around the corner. They're in all fucking costume. Right. And I won't say my last name because my last name is not really Anthony, but they knew it. And I, I come around the corner and I look and they start chanting my fucking name. And they're like, oh, da, oh, da. I'm like, oh, oh. dude, I went over. Kane fucking chokes me. CJ's fucking jamming me. Everyone's fucking up. Dude, I'm like, like a little kid, bro, getting candy. I got the picture. I'll show you. And, and then I took the picture and I went to each one of their tables and got it signed, which was hard because that was like the next Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's my favorite. That's probably my favorite picture ever of all time. Yeah, it's great. That's fucking yeah. awesome. I don't know why they didn't have Derek Mears there. You know, I, I met Derek. Hey, Derek was oh, a too. sweetheart of a guy. I met Derek. I met Ken Kersinger from Freddy vs. Jason. How fucking big is that motherfucker? Yeah, he's awesome. Derek Mears is a big dude, too. You know who's a yeah. big, giant motherfucker? Tyler Maine. Rob yeah. Zombie's fucking Halloween, Michael yeah. Myers. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. But he's skinnier than Kersinger, I'm telling you. Yeah. 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 Kersinger was cool, man. Yeah. Um, I met Tom Morga. Um, I, I party with him and drank with him on VIP. I got pictures. Nice. I, yeah, yeah. Cool. And a lot of people don't know, but he was the only one who played Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees. Yes. Yeah, in part four, for Halloween 4 and Friday 13, 5. Um, Did he play well, him in, in 4... And six, or that was somebody else. I know five was a different guy. He was a Native American guy. Five was Don Shanks. Yes, jacked up. Yes, I met him. Yeah. I met him at New Jersey HorrorCon a couple of years back. And six was the tall guy, white hair. I met him too. He signed my diorama. I forgot his fucking name. Right. But yeah, we can go on and on about all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm not as good with Halloween as I am with the. Uh, not me neither. Not me. Neither. Yeah. not by a long shot yeah um so seven I, I yes well kane hotter yeah I, I never met warrington gillette either i did i didn't so right here is he is he a half a douchebag hold on um not to me at all i could never say that in 100 years okay i made this head um so if, if you know steve dash and you go to his table with something signed from Warrington Gillette, he will rip it up on you. Yes. He will tell you, go fuck yourself and leave. Yeah. So I made this head and I had Warrington sign it. Oh. Right. And then I went up to him. I said, Steve, I fucking had the thing like, you know, like away. I was like, Steve, I fucking, you know, I want you both to sign it. I said, a real man would have you sign it. I mean, a, a fake man would have you sign it and then go to him and sign it. I'm not going to do that. I said, he signed it, but I want you to sign it. Please don't fuck it up. I made it and he signed it. And there's no one in the world that has that, that I know of, that had them both signed a- after Warrington signed it. Nice. So that's that's mine right there, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he, yeah, he fucking hated them for I sure. Know. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Warrington, man, is nothing but a, a sweetheart to me. Right. Every time I see him, he, he goes above and beyond. We talk on Facebook Messenger. He always talks about his projects. Like, he's never... He's never wronged me. I always try to put myself in his situation 
Steve wasn't online. He was kind of out of the whole movie thing for 20, 30 years. People are like, did you play two? He's like, yeah, I'm credited in it. What's he supposed to say? Right. It's kind of a tough, tough gig. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was only in it for a few. I don't know. It's just tough all around. It is. It is. Yeah. I never met. Well, I, I, I would meet him, but I just never got a chance to yet. Hopefully when the world goes back to somewhat fucking normal, whatever that even means, hopefully I'll be able to, because I'm on a mission to try to get every single person that I possibly can, even like, you know, the counselors and, 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 you know, all the people, I want to try to get everybody from like the final chapter, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. but you're not going to get Corey fucking, uh, what's his face. Uh, Bro, don't do it. I got, I got the tin box set. I must have 57 signatures from everybody from the movies in it. And not only do they have the signature on the book, the signature's on the, on the DVD cover. Yeah. Dude, I went to give it to my buddy for Corey Feldman. And I never did I met, I met Corey Feldman. I met Corey Feldman. I gave him, I gave him 100 bucks. I go, have him sign both books, like $50 each. Dude, he gets there. He gives him his poster, which is part four, signed by like 10 people. He goes, just sign your name, please, Corey. He goes, okay, cool. He signs his fucking name, puts a fucking peace symbol, circles it, and writes peace and love under it. Bro, like my shit is probably worth a couple grand. And, I, and my buddy said, there's no fucking way I'm giving it to him. So I'm like, thank God you didn't. I would have killed you if you gave it back to me like that. And he, he goes, dude, I told you not to write that. And he's like, whatever, man. It's back when he's kind of going through his drug phase. Yeah. So, so uh, I'm like, man, I don't ever want him to fuck my shit up. I'm so scared to have him sign yeah, it now. I, I, I met him. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what he wrote. He didn't write anything crazy. He wrote it like a pink, weird paint marker. This is what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but good luck getting Crispin Glover. No, oh, no way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no way. Um. So, all right. So now we, we let's let's jump into part seven because <laughs> seven. You know who was a sweetheart of a guy? Um, Terry Kaiser. Just met him two years ago in Massachusetts. Golden State Warriors fan. We got done with the con. I went to a restaurant. He sat next to me. He pulled his chair next to me. And in Philadelphia, I'm like, I think it's Philly's year. He's like, yeah, it seems like it is. Yeah. And yeah. he told me about um, Weekend at Bernie's. When they threw him over the ledge, he broke all his ribs. No he didn't shit. want to tell the director because they would have replaced him. He was telling me so many cool stories, dude. He was Mr. Cannon from Three's Company. Yeah, dude. Come on, man. Yeah. Fucking he's, great. He's so nice, classy guy. He's such a nice dude. I met him at New Jersey Horror Con. And... I took a picture and I was there with my daughter and my girl and he was like, ah, come on, all he is, let's go. Like all of us, let's take some group pictures and he was talking bullshit, just a, just a sweetheart of a dude, man. Yeah, I, um, I talked to Lar Park Lincoln the other day. He said he's doing good, he lives in Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's, he's small too, he's a lot smaller than I ever thought he'd be. Yeah, yeah, he's a little dude. He's a little dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like frail. I was like 270, I was like hugging him, he's like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> super cool guy man oh super classy and, and he, he he's reached high like acting status he could be one of those snobby fuckers but he's not no not not in the least not yeah. in the fucking least man and what's great is that here's another one is that Roseblood Friday 13 fan film takes place how long after part 7 13 months 13 months after part 7 so you want to give like a where where are we as far as production and that Get ready, bro. Um, so I'm, I'm ready. We're just fundraising. So um, it's got 27 more days. We okay. hit 100% in three days. That yeah. is that is why I said it in the beginning. That is why this is a special bonus one, and I'm releasing it in between episodes so that there will be time. Please. 
Right. That's why that's why I rescheduled and I had the in between. Thank you. Yes. Um, so there's 27 more days of the fundraiser left. Um, what this one is, um, for most people, I don't, don't want to get into it for a long time, but most people give to, to charity. My son, my Bryson was kind of taken from me in a way, and I'm raising money for him for his college fund. So that's where the money's going. And I have the books will be wide open, transparent. Every single bill, every single thing I send is being documented on tape, like everything. So I don't steal the money like certain fan films do. I'm not. So it's going to go exactly where I say it's going to go. Okay. Um, so where do, where do people go? I, I'm going to put links. Yeah. Like, I want you to send me like the links to all of this stuff. So I will put it in the description on everywhere when I, when I upload this all. Yeah. What are the odds of you being able to play the trailer right now? Right. This man, I could, I could, I could put it in the beginning of the fucking episode. Okay. Or the, yeah. Beginning. I could put it right in the beginning. I'll have my intro. See, what's going to happen is this is going to go up on YouTube and I run the actual video on the Facebook group just raw. But everywhere else, all the audio, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, everywhere else, I have my regular intro. And usually I have like a musician or something like that or somebody in a band and I'll ask to play a song at the end. But what I'll do is I'll put my intro and I'll put the, the whole trailer. Thank you. And then we'll go into this. And if you want to tack on something else at the end, whatever you yeah, want to yeah. do. That's fine. What as long as you have trailer, a file right? and it's audio and you can just listen to it, that's fine. I'll do that. No, I appreciate it. I, as a real fan, I know you are. What do you think of the, the, the homage to Seven in the trailer? I think it's fucking great. I think, <laughs> no, I think it's awesome. That's why I said, I think it's great that you, you, you continue. Yeah different movies and, and it's not even necessarily which i also like it's kind of all over it's like okay you, you put out something after part six and then you're working on an extension of that and then you go and you put out a fan film from after the final chapter and now this one's at the seven so i think i i love all of that i think it's yeah. i think it's great being a friday the 13th guy like i'm looking forward to checking all this shit out right. and those are my favorites so it's so easy to be passionate about it of course of you course. know, especially seven, the weed eater. We fucking had to buy one in retro and make that fucking thing. They don't make it like that no more. The right. ones now have a curve to them that they're different. Yeah. So um, it was amazing that we got that weed eater. I directed that from Connecticut on my fucking phone while they were in Seattle in the rain, Jason Brooks and everything. I'm like, fucking turn right. I'm like, look like this. And we're, they're fucking hating me because I'm making them redo it and shit. <laughs> and, but it turned out fucking mint, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. The fucking spike with Tina. I yes. wanted that in there. The tent yeah. spike. Yeah, and so I want to pay, like, kind of tell him the government facility, which is where Tina is, he steps on it with blood. It's like, he's coming. And then how is he coming? Like, Rambo, here's one of his tools. Here's another tool. That's kind of the little story he tried to tell, like, within 15 seconds, you know? All right. So, so that's what I was trying to do. So, John Carl Beekler and, Tina, and Lark Park Link and Tina both wrote a Part 7 continuation. That's awesome. Lark Park, Lark Park Lincoln actually sent it to Paramount, and they declined it. And um Beekler always wanted to do it but ended up doing other projects both of them basically had tina in an insane asylum later mine is similar it's just that the government found out what she can do what if the government really found out what she can do of course she'd be in a government facility sure you know i mean dr cruz already had notes on her book so there was already history of what she could do yes and all they know is that everybody fucking died right you know what i'm saying and jason's gone he's in the lake so right. they think she did it they don't really know but some people do she goes to Camp Crystal Lake Research Facility, which is from Part 10. Correct. Remember that? Jason yeah. Max. So, 
so homage to that. She's in the Camp Crystal Lake research facility with another character from another movie, which I won't say yet because he's not announced as an actor. Um, and they're trying, Doctor. They're trying to get her to do it again. They're, they're trying to get her power to harness it as a weapon, military-wise. Gotcha. And or some people know what she can bring, Jason. And they're trying to get Jason to come. And the fast team. I got the patches in today. I just, I just, I saw you posted that. So excited. The the forward assault, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the forward assault anomaly strike team. The anomalies, Jason. So these motherfuckers were basically taken from Vietnam. They were big black mercenary killing people. And they're trained to, to capture Jason. And if you look at, I have to, I have to give this away because it's on my Indiegogo. If you look at the Indiegogo, one of the things that we're selling, the Jason X pre-Uber jacket. Wow. So this team's goal is to capture Jason in the jacket. Gotcha. So they can't kill him. They got to capture him, which how much fucking harder is even that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And all these, these are my boys. I don't know if you saw the pictures of these dudes, big ass motherfuckers. I probably have. I I was perusing all of your stuff to get pictures to to make the flyer and stuff. So I'm sure I've seen it. Yeah. So on the Indiegogo, you can click onto it and actually read on them. So a lot of them are my boys from my town who are just fucking monsters. People are like, oh, you're big. I'm like, no, no, I'm not big. My friends are 6'3", 280, you yeah. know, 6'5". They're just, I play ball with them. They're just monsters, like refrigerators running around with teeth. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I like it because now Jason has like, like wh- where's the antagonist? Okay, Tina is going to happen. But I need some big ass guys, and then if they're badass and he rolls through them, well, then he's even bigger, right? You know, it's it's like Bruce Lee movie. You got to show the other guy kick a whole bunch of people's ass. So when that final scene happens, it means more. It means something. Yeah, yeah. So that's what these guys do. Jack. Some of them will have no shirt on, and one of the guys a knife guy. One guy's a smart guy. One guy's a fucking nutball. The other guy's Jack. There's a girl in it, Kelly Ellison, who is a big cosplayer. She goes to all the cosplays. She's known. So, um, thirteen months later. They're trying to get Tina to do something. The fast team is ready for Jason. They're trying to capture him. General Brackbauer, who is me, is there. He's an evil bastard. And all of a sudden, this girl Rose shows up. So part seven was the new blood. This is Rose blood because Rose is actually stronger than Tina. And they find Rose at the end. And they almost try to discard Tina and see what Rose can do. And in the middle of all that, Tina's skills, her skills, the fast team, Jason coming awake, they all meet in the, in the facility. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Dude, so I got. Where I got can the, where, where where what's like the website? Where can people go to? So uh, Friday thirteenth, uh, Rosebud, Friday thirteenth, Rosebud on Facebook. You just put in Rosebud, it'll come up. But Friday thirteenth, Rosebud on Facebook. Friday thirteenth, Rosebud on uh, Instagram. On Indiegogo, it's Friday thirteenth, Rosebud. You can read on the whole film, and you can back it. You can back it a dollar. You can back it five dollars. You can get a Blu-ray, you can get a DVD, a T-shirt. We have women's T-shirts. We have the locket that Tina wore. We have the spikes from Part Seven. We have so many cool things um, that the fans. I mean, we blew it out of the water the first um, few days, so it, awesome. it's really kicking out. But there's oh, there's something I'm working on that I can't announce until probably Thursday, Friday. But Thursday, Friday, there's a huge announcement. Well, you, well, you could you could actually actually announce it because this isn't coming out until the 17th. I don't know if it's going to happen. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, we could talk offline. All right, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So this person I'm trying to get, which would be absolutely amazing. Um, and then if I get them, I would need certain funds to get them, which we'd have to hit a certain number. But we're pretty close. I mean, today we were 32, three or something like that. So I want to get 35, 40. Okay. And then I'd really be able to, because you got a member too, Indiegogo takes 5% off the top. Right. And then five grand goes to Bryson. And then, you know, flying people out. I mean, it goes quick. 
Of course. Yeah, man. 40 grand is not a lot of money, man. No, no, no. Uh, my producer, Sean uh, Lutzis, we're building this here. This is the actual Camp Crystal Lake facility building. It's going to be 60 feet by 26 feet wide. And what happens is we have movable walls. Nobody else has this for fan films. So we can shoot scenes where the camera pans from one room to the next. Yeah. You can make run one room 40 feet wide. You can make one room 15 feet wide, like a bathroom. We can interchange all with inside this one facility. It's like basically state-of-the-art built for a movie by my producer, which Vengeance didn't even have. Right. And Vengeance so is I, the tagline on Vengeance, which is not just a fan film. Right. And the, if you know where that came from, uh, Jason Brooks in the behind the scenes interviewed Steve Dash. Yeah. Steve Dash said, this is more than a fan film. Yep. And I was, I was the marketing guy. I said, fuck. It's not like we're saying it. He said it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm like, let's run with it. Yeah, man. Fucking, that's a great little fucking little yeah. cosign from somebody. Yeah. How, did you have fun at the premiere? Did you have a good time? Yeah, man. It's, I, yeah. We, we love going to Blast Town, dude. I love yeah. that shit. I so love you know it. Jeanette? Yeah, yeah, we're friends. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we we actually, I think my girl speaks to her more often. But we're all friends on Facebook. We when we when we meet each other and see each other, hey, what's going on? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jeanette, it's Irado. amazing that town. Yeah, shout out to her. Yo, shout she does, out to does a lot, man. She she runs the whole museum. She does a lot over there. She does. And the funny thing is, is the gist I get with her is like the town makes it hard for her to even do things at times, which is ridiculous. They should yeah. they should blast town. Should, that that's. What else is in Blastown to somebody who doesn't? You know, it's it's Friday thirteenth. Yeah, and 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 like they're, they're they're like, oh, I don't know about this Friday thirteenth. I don't know if we can make money like the town, and and, uh, and she's like, she works hard to make it happen, and she and it's been successful because I mean, look at that. Plus, you just people don't understand this whole Friday thirteenth is the Northeast. That's yeah. where it really is, campgrounds and New Jersey and New all that. That's where it really is the real base. Sure, 100%. you know. So, yeah, I'm trying to get somebody special there. For the new vengeance, so so vengeance two, and Rosebud will be premiered at the same day at at Blairstown. Ah, oh, awesome! Yeah, and we're trying to get another person there. I'm trying to do some stuff there. I'm trying to work on there. I talked to Jeanette. She's, she said I could use the whole facility and do what I want to. Basically, I want to set up a Hall of Fame, and every year induct someone into that Hall of Fame. That'd be fucking great, dude. Because it gives it, it gives them reason to go there every year. Besides the normal thing, because I'm sure after a while, for some people being far away, it would get you know too much. Sure. Yeah. Right. But yeah. if someone's going in the Hall of Fame and this is a big event and it's on tape and you could see it and it's released on YouTube, then it's a little different, I think. Yeah, man. It's only like an hour and forty minutes from me, anyway. Yeah. It's like three hours from me. And the funny thing is, like the last forty minutes is like there's no street lights. Yeah. I'm like in the middle of the woods, yeah. dark as hell. Dude, we drive all over the place. Like this weekend, I usually have my daughter on the weekends, but this weekend she she didn't come. And we were like, hey, what do you want to do? And my girl was like, dude, like how good it was this whole Delta Bravo thing. And she was like, how come we never went to go see, see you know, where H.H. H. Holmes was buried? <laughs> I'm like, where is he buried? Yeah, it was it was it was like in Yeadon, Pennsylvania. It's an unmarked grave, but I found exactly they exhumed him in 2007 or 2017 and there's pictures of it. So I'm like, oh, it's Holy Cross Cemetery. You go to H.H. Holmes, find the grave online. They tell you exactly what plot, blah, blah, blah. You see the pictures. I'm like, we we pulled up in into the cemetery. I, I look over like, oh, this is section 15. I look, I'm like, it's right there. It's right there because I saw like 
a tombstone and a certain weird shaped one. I'm like, it's right there. And if you back up, you see like how the grass is different where they exhumed him and stuff. Like I'll show you, I'll tell you, I'll send it to you. So like I'll drive two hours just to go look at the grass where H.H. Holmes is underneath. You know what I mean? So, so why'd they exhume him? Because they, there was rumors and speculation that he escaped execution. Oh shit. So they actually exhumed him to do a DNA test and it proves that it's really him. Here's my thing with the DNA test with people a long time ago. What, what, what the fuck other DNA do you have to match it? I don't understand. Well, I think they did something with his teeth. Yeah. But okay. But where was the, you'd have to have a dentistry from that long ago to match I, they it. They did. They did. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so we went to go visit H.H. Holmes over the weekend. I don't know. We, we went to and from. It was like a little bit past Philly, but in a day. Who cares? I drive four hours. I was going to go to the part six in Georgia, but I couldn't because I, shoot, I was shooting another movie. So yeah. they have the part six Friday 13th in Georgia. I don't know if you saw the pictures. They had the guy in part six in the fucking lake coming out and shit. Sick. Yeah. Dude, they have that. I, I definitely want to. Every year they do that. I'll, 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 my buddy sent it to me trying to sell me his tickets. Um, I'll send it to you, but yeah, it's sick. Like they have the Jason walking out with the dock, just like they did in six. Really? They have the cabin where the girl was underneath the bunk. Scary. Really? Yeah, dude. It's really, I mean, it's probably not as good as Novi Scobo just because there isn't as many things. Right. Cause the whole it's... part one was shot there where part six only started, you know, part six in the water that's in Tom McLaughlin's parents pool. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I watched that. If, if anyone, if you watch, I've, I've seen it, like, I don't know how many times, but <laughs> Crystal Lake Memories, the awesome. entire documentary. So good. It's so fucking good. Dude. His name was Jason, was decent too, but Crystal yeah. Lake took it to another level. Yeah, I had the DVDs of his name was Jason. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Now, I have to, I have to ask you about, all right, in Freddy, what, first of all, what do you think of Freddy versus Jason? So pumped up with the, the advertising, right. the way they promoted it, the, the the money sent in the production value with the fire, with the overhead shot, with the fucking cornfield, yeah. with Freddy's claw coming out like a I'm like, dude, this is it. They're gonna nail it. Right. And then it it was horse shit. That that portrayal as Jason, I don't even blame Kersinger as much, even though it was shit. Right. It's just Frankenstein. You went from Kane breathing crazy nutball to and that lazy, stupid rubber fucking eye. Yeah. And his skin was like that metallic rubber. What the fuck? It just, they didn't even care. The jacket, come on. I, I, it just was too much where Freddie just took over and Jason was a dumb fuck, you know? I mean, that last fight scene was pretty cool, even though it was over yeah. the top. Right. Uh, but it was definitely cool. But I mean, you portrayed him as an idiot. Do you, you, consider, do you consider it a part of the franchise? You have to. I have to. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know what? It has better replay value than other movies. It does. Um, but to me, 2009 actors, and the Freddy vs. Jason actors, they're so unlikable. I don't even know which one's more unlikable. Right. Yeah. Right? They're just forgettable yeah. characters. On yeah. Part four, everybody was a lovable character. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Part in the 2009, the first time I watched it, I hated it. I hated it. But it grew on me a little bit. And if you really watch, they do pay tribute to a few things. Like there's they the do. Red Barn, like in part three, there's... there's there's a wheelchair. I don't know. I don't know why Jason is collecting and saving people. It's right. weird. But there's like a wheelchair that's marks from part two. And there's a hockey trophy of him as a kid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. yeah. They, they just didn't nail it, bro. How I can explain it is, um, and I loved Rob Zombie one. Some people hate it because they hate remakes. Rob Zombie two is the worst piece of trash I've ever seen in my life. Well, Halloween. 
Yeah, I love them both. I just uh, recently watched them both. I love them he, both. My buddy who play, was playing in the film, uh, Cody Huskins, another cosplayer, he loves Rob Zombie too, too. I, I don't like it, but I love it. But my point is the Rob Zombie, as awesome as I thought one was and everything, it wasn't still the prototypical Michael where yeah. 2018 was. Oh, absolutely. And well, this it was is my point, 2009. Vision. 2018 yeah. was incredible. Incredible. So the 2009 Jason was fucking awesome. Right. Derek, Derek Mears played him phenomenal. I love that he runs and he, he's like, like can throw an axe and run after and all that. Him jumping off the, the building and landing and putting the thing through an eye. Yeah. He was phenomenal. He looked phenomenal. He walked, talked, acted phenomenal. Yes. But it didn't feel Jason-y right. where, where that 2018 Blumhouse did. And I hope somebody gets back to the Jason-y of that series right know? now as a matter of fact my girl just mentioned to me the other day i don't know how true it is and i have to i, I would love it to be true that raw that people want rob zombie to do his take on friday the 13th yeah i've heard that but i never heard him say yeah right yo yeah. you've heard that too see i, I never heard it so I heard, but who you know people just it's not confirmed at all like you don't even know if he even answered that or if you right. will i i would i would be down to see his take on it I want, to see Blum, I want to see Blumhouse do it because they don't care. It would be brutal. Yeah. But dude, I, you, did you see all the Easter eggs in 2018? I did. There's so many. Yes. So many, dude. And they really cared about it. even Even like you said, 2009, I loved how they did the sack version of him. Yes. And they did I like, like one. Yeah, one through four kind of in there. Yes. And they, everything was good with that. It's just the story didn't work. I, why would the... The girlfriend leave the boyfriend, even though she didn't like him and go out with the other guy. Why did Jason keep prisoners? What is she pissing and shitting on herself in a corner for a year? Like, it's just, just some things just didn't go, you know? Yeah. So now the whole reason why I brought up Freddy versus Jason, there is the scene where there's the water is, it's like a waterfall Uh, in between Jason and Freddy. And all of a sudden, Freddy realizes in this movie and he pauses and Jason is scared. To walk through the water. He turns into a little kid. Right. Now, is, it sounds so nerdy, it's a ridiculous question. Do you think that Jason is scared of water? I love that you asked that question because so many people get pissed at that point. But here's, here's the take on it. Even though I don't like it, as a child, he would have been. Right. And Freddie is in his mind, which is a child's mind. Correct. And w- when they depict him as a child, and that means Jason is seeing it as a child. Right. And Jason fucking drowned. So obviously he's scared of water. But so the fact the fact that they said, well, he's not scared of water. Yeah, he's not scared of water as an adult because he's already dead. Right. But as a child, he was scared of water. And that's what Freddie was playing on. What does Freddie play on? Your weakest part of your mind. Of course. So he's a child. So it made sense to me. I didn't like that it was in there, but it's right. not like it, everyone else had a heart attack about it. I'm like, no, he was scared as a kid. He fucking drowned. He can't swim. Correct. But now, perfect, perfect point. All right, great. But in the final chapter, he's hiding under the water when he jumps up to kill Sam in the raft. Yeah. He also is hiding in the water by the dock in order to kill Paul with the spear gun. Right. His balls, which is one of the most horrific fucking kills in anything. Ever. Ever. I I always, you know, I always thought about that kill. I'm like, the spear gun would have broke from all that weight, right? Right. Right. That's how I think every time. Right, but what about yeah, but what but what's found in the tent? I always thought that was the broken spear gun in Rob's tent. Kind of. Oh, you mean the broken thing? That was his rifle, right? I thought that was the spear gun. 
right after he kills Paul because he kills Paul. And then a couple of scenes later is when they find the broken thing in the tent. But he did have a rifle, remember? He did, but I don't think that's it. I don't think it's it. I think it's the broken spear gun. I'm going to fucking watch it. You have to watch it now. That's what I always thought. (laughs) Yeah, see? We're bringing up new shit. I got to watch part three to see what I have to see this whole fucking the uh, the overall thing. Yeah, dude. So uh, now, and also, true. and also, all right, so he's hiding in there. And then in part six, he's fucking goes storms right into the water to go after Tommy Jarvis. In six. Uh, oh, he doesn't give up. Well, he's dead by six. So, right. But in four, he's chilling in the lake. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. If he, if he lived after he didn't. So he didn't technically drown. Right. Let's go by this moniker. Um, he would have lived around the lake, in the lake for 20, 30 years. So he probably would have overcome that. Correct. And he never really swims. He just kind of walks. Right. So, well, we know yeah. he can't swim because the fucking guy drowned. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't even really... How do you swim if you can't run? It's almost like, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't know. But, but all right. So Freddy versus Jason, I wanted to love it. Visually, it was great. Yeah. Freddy, it was Freddy. They tried to get Pamela, by the way, for to be the mother in that. She declined it. That's the fourth time she declined to be in the film after one. Um, and um, but the story was shitty. Jason was just dumb and 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 that and like Frankenstein-y. Did yeah. you ever see the special on YouTube where the guy destroys it? How Paramount, how New Line killed uh Jason? No. Holy shit. It's I'll, like 45 I'll, minutes. Really? So good. The guy did a great job on it. I'll, de- I'll, I'll definitely jump right into that shit. Yeah, I'll send it to you. You will learn so much about it. Nice. So Freddy vs. Jason, man, it's like middle to, to bottom, uh, middle to middle, bottom of middle, just because it could have been great. It looked great. Yeah. Jason was just not, imagine if that was Kane Hodder, bro. Right. Oh, man, yeah. it would have been so much better. What's your most, what's the your least favorite out of all of them? You can't say five by default because it's imposter, Jason. I want to say five by default, but <laughs> it's a better movie than a lot of other movies. It is. So if you want to go by Jason movies, I guess it's at the end. If not, man, over the years, it was always X because X to me was just embarrassing. It's like it was a sci-fi film. X is my second least favorite. Yeah. It was a sci-fi film movie that had low budget. It was so fucking corny and stupid. It, it like, this isn't Jason. It wasn't scary at all. Right. But then over the years, nine is such a fucking disaster. Oh. Even though it was shot better at a higher budget, looked better. Right. And there's cool the, kills in nine. The, the, dude's forearm, the dude's forearm breaking in nine was cool. Yeah. A, a lot. The, the, the zombie fucking thing at the end, melting and shit. He shaves him. Yeah. And he ties him up with belts. <laughs> the fuck? And, and here, dude, and here's the real fucked up part. I tell people all the time, nobody even thinks about it. The little slug fucker comes out, goes downstairs. Right. The, the Voorhees mother's or sister, whatever, is dead. It goes in her clam, right? And then, and then it revitalizes him. How the fuck does he get his clothes back in his mask? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? I want to know, Jimmy. And then he jumps through the floor and it's like he's back in clothes. You're like, what? The? And he's grunting and shit. Yeah. Fuck, man. I don't know. A 10 a, a lower budget movie, but nine just, fu- oh, they spelled Voorhees wrong? Did they? Where? What? They show the fucking uh, mailbox in nine at one point. They spelled Voorhees wrong. Yeah. Really? Yeah, dude. How do you spell? There's so many people on that film. Like, how do you spell yeah. it wrong? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's either 10 or nine on a given day. Yeah, uh, mine's probably nine's the worst, and then right above it, not by much, is Jason X, which is ten, and then eight. Eight. Eight's terrible. 
it's eight's the worst to rewatch. You can watch ten faster than you watch eight. Yeah, eight is bad, dude. Another thing, all right, if he's scared or not of water, all of a sudden Jason can swim because he jumps onto an anchor. Yeah. And he's and he and he and he he's a stowaway from Crystal Lake. Next thing you know, he's in New York Harbor. That ties in somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So Crystal Lake is part of the ocean now. Yeah. Did you ever see the part so eight behind bad. the scenes? Did you ever see part eight behind the scenes where the uh the chick in the beginning with the black curly hair hid in a little compartment? Remember he kills her with like the fishing thing? She was sleeping yes. with the guy, but the yeah. There's a uh, there's a behind the scenes where Kane has a white dildo on when he opens it. You ever see that? No. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she opens it and there he is sitting there with a white dildo just flapping <laughs> in the fucking air and shit. <laughs> oh shit, man. That's how he is too. Yeah, I met him a couple of times. I I didn't have like a real conversation with him because it's packed convention. I don't want to be taking up everyone else's time either. But me too. Yeah. But yeah, I got it. So 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 yeah so. X, I mean, X and nine and eight are everybody's top three, I think. Bottom three. Bottom three. Yeah, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. yeah. So eight, you put into eight now? Eight. Uh, what are you going to do with eight? You going to make another fucking fan film about eight? Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck. I, I don't like his slimy look. People you like should, you should do, you should do one for, for what happens after Jason X, after his mask falls down from space to earth and lands in the lake. Yeah. Do you remember? Okay, so it lands in the lake. And <laughs> so, bad. <laughs> so and, bad. It lands in the lake, and the guy and the girl go, oh, it was a shooting star. Want to check it out? Remember? Yes. That girl died a couple of years ago. Really? Yeah. If you go on to the, the, the IMDb, she died. Yeah. It was like some kind of cancer. Sad. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Um, I want to yeah, meet that, Ned. That was, what? I want to meet Ned from the original. Oh, Ned. Yeah, yeah. He's... um. So and so's nephew. Who's nephew? Ned. Um, his his uncle was a famous singer. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, in, in Ned, when he dies, right? When Ned's the one with the arrows in him, right? Yes. When uh, I went to the Ned, well, Ned's the one who dresses like an Indian. He gets called Tonto by Dorf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you can't go into that that room anymore, the generator room in Nova Scotia, well, you can go outside of it, but you can't open it. It's like dangerous in there. It's real old school and shit. Yeah. If you look at when the door swings open and she sees him dead, yes, he has two arrows in his eyes for not watching him drown. He has an arrow in his dick for having sex when he was drowning. He has, fuck, there's like two more that all have significance to how the mother killed him to let them know that he wasn't watching and having sex. And wow. that he's one of the counselors. Yeah, dude. Yeah, bro. Look at that. We can get deep with this fucking shit. Fucking balls deep here. Yeah. That's yeah. great, dude. Yeah. I'll send you that too. I'll get a bunch of stuff and send it to you. Yeah, I want you to I want you to send me um especially the links to Indiegogo. Yeah, yeah. Um send me the the actual whatever whatever link on YouTube for Roseblood that you want me to I'll put the audio version up as an intro to this. Great job with the fucking graphic by the way, both of them. Yeah, no, no problem. Yeah, the, the the coming soon one, I I I I always do that because everyone is so visual nowadays. So uh, that's why I didn't post the actual one yet. 
the, the, I'm going to just, just letting people know, letting people know, and everyone knows, okay, well, tomorrow at noon. And then as soon as it, I have it scheduled already in my, you could schedule stuff in groups yeah. on Facebook. So it's already scheduled. So that at noon, exactly on the dot, exactly when this episode drops, that flyer will go out. And then the other one will go away. And then the official one will be the one for, to promote. You know what? If we're not, I mean, you don't have to record this, but if so, if I'm on the Indiegogo right now and I hit share screen, doesn't it show it? It could. I don't know. I'm not that. I'm not oh, that freaking. Me neither. It says host disabled share, but yeah, no big deal. We're at, we're at um, yeah, thirty two thousand something. Awesome. Well, yeah. regardless, I will just send me send me the link via Messenger or whatever. I'll put I'll put it up tonight. You know, whatever, and then especially I'll put it in the description to all the platforms on YouTube and this and everywhere. Um, did you, so and I guess we're closing, but uh, did you ever read the two scripts that they had for the 2012 movie or 2017 movie? No. Dude, there's two scripts out. One of them is, I don't even want to give it away. I'll send you, there's YouTube, a guy reads it. Yeah. One of them is about like the father and the father's the original killer with the sack. And that's how he learns from the father with the sack. Really? Another one is at the end, it's like the cops are there and like they're trying to kill him, kind of like part nine. They realize what's going on and he fucking goes ape shit, goes into an ambulance, takes out a bone cutter and starts fucking slicing up cops and going ape shit. Really? Because the guy from VHS wrote one of them. Okay. And somebody else wrote the other one. Both of them were declined. And then the reason why they declined it is because they did rings. Remember that? Yes. I didn't see it. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? Rings has total different fan base than fucking Friday 13th. Of course. And then that same year, the game came out, kicked ass. All the cons kicked ass. Like, you know, everything was flying high with Friday 13th. They they totally missed the boat on that. Terrible. It goes to show you they don't have a pulse of the fans. They don't. No. It's ridiculous. The the game would have bombed if nobody was interested anymore. Sure. And it went through the roof. They they thought they'd sell 700,000. They sold 3 million copies in the first week or whatever. Ridiculous. Yeah, so th- that sucks. And I heard, I, I, I'm pretty sure Mears was supposed to do it again. And I remember seeing him at a con, and I said, I read that you're supposed to do it again. He goes, well, I can't say yes or no. So that means yes, because if they passed him up, he would just say no. Right. You would think, right? right? You would think. But he, he did look good. I wouldn't mind if he did it again. No, I thought he, I thought he was a good Jason. Yeah. I did. I absolutely it's, did. If people I, have a problem with, with him running, I don't. If a dude is 6'5", 250, and he can fucking run, that's even scarier to me. Yeah. 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 It's like you he can't was get running around in part two. I mean, a lot he was younger, but still, he was running around in part two all over the fucking place. Yeah. You know, he was even he was still running in three. He ran in three. He ran in four. When they come out of the Jarvis house to the other house, he runs across. Yeah. Yeah. It was five. Yeah. I don't think he runs in five. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Six, no running, seven, no running. Eight, but in eight, he did that weird, like, fucking transport shit. Transport? Remember? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, he was in one part of the disco, and she opened the door, and then he, tra- he like, warped to, like, the other side and opened the door. Then he threw the girl out, and then all of a sudden, he was downstairs on the floor. It's like he right. warped around. People talk about it. I'm like, I don't like that shit. Right. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah, he's not fucking Freddy, like, you know. Yeah. I don't like supernatural stuff in my Friday the 13th. Yeah, just he's brutal. That's it. Yeah, he's just a brutal unstoppable. Just a big, slow happen. tank that wants to kill you. Right, which is, yeah. which is my, my, Jason's my guy. <laughs> What's your favorite undermask? Seven, right? Got it. My favorite undermask. 
No, not seven. Um, four. Yeah, yeah. I think I think because his face looks like it's very pruned because it looks like there would be like a lot of moisture underneath the mask. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like squished <laughs> together. Yeah, it's very yeah, pruned. Yeah. Like, like a lot of moisture, like it's hot under there. But um, yeah, um, probably that. In three, he looks different in certain parts. I don't like three when he lifted it up to pull the thing off. Right, because then he looks yeah. different from that shot to when he's up in the window when she's hallucinating. Dude, how scary was that? He scratched at the fucking glass. That still scares me. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. It's like he's a dog trying to get out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, probably. And then I, I thought eight, eight on the mask was terrible. Horrific. Like a pumpkin. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, so stupid. Especially after seven. It's like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah, and how come, like, another thing with his mask and eight, why is it all intact? Well, he didn't have it. Remember, he, he grabbed it from the guy in the boat. So in eight, in the beginning, okay. the guy puts on the mask when he, before he bangs the chicken, he scares her. Okay, all right. You see, you see, how, unfa- how, see how forgettable it is? Because at seven, at the end, his mask comes up on shore. And right, the fireman picks it up. That fireman is John Carl Beekler. Ah, and he takes the mask and tries to put it together. That's why Rosebud has the fused mask back together. Sick. Yeah, I do. I love the way the mask came out. Right. Yeah. 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 It's awesome. <laughs> that separate picture. I'm looking at it. I'm like, yo, like that's fucking cool. Yeah. Because I'm like, how the fuck could you make seven any better? Because to me, it's just fucking awesome. I'm like, dude, if we fused it back together. You know, so I, so I worked with the guy from fiberglassmask.com. I'm like, bro, you know, I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm making a video. I'm like, it's fucking cracked. I'm yeah. like, this is how it's cracked. You got to fuse it. He's like, how do you fuse it? I don't fucking know. Figure it out. <laughs> That's your job. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. And then I sent it to Jason Brooks and he Marcoed me. Marco is like a FaceTime app. And he's like, bro, this fucking thing is sick. I'm like, I told you. Especially if you ever got a fiberglass mask, they're really thick. Yeah. So Because yeah. you really couldn't do the crack with the other mask because it'd be too thin. It wouldn't hold. Right. Yeah. Huh. You know, anyways. I get excited, yeah. bro. Yeah, no, it's, it's fucking great, dude. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, let's keep it like to an hour. We're going on an hour and 55. Oh, fuck it, dude. Yeah. yeah. yeah we're, no, we're, I, we're true fans, so it just... Yeah, I, I knew this thing, it happens like that all the time. Once you start going, there's so many, there's so much to talk about with this shit. It's ridiculous. I know. I got, I got, ro- I'll send you some Roseblood magnets, but, um, what came in today? Yeah, so all of our names came. These are the real military tags. Oh, awesome. Rack Flower, Strang, Chase. Yeah, so those are the real ones from the real military store. Nice. So I got multiple ones because I'm figuring there's going to be scenes where blood hits and we fuck up and we got to do it again. So, sure. yeah, yeah, man. That goes. That's great, man. But yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah I want, I want Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm, I'm, in, Bath, I'm in, right now. I'm in Bath Beach right now, which is. Bensonhurst, basically. Bensonhurst. Yeah. Um, I remember Bensonhurst, show, like five minute drive to, from Bay Ridge. Yeah, it's South Brooklyn. My uh, my whole family, um, the Italian side is from uh, Forest Hills, Queens. Okay. Sure, yeah. I know Forest Hills well. Yeah, I've been over there. Kind of knows Forest Hills. Yeah, I, I went there. I took pictures of like, um, I think it was like one of like Son of Sam's, like like with David Berkowitz murder spot, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Through crime spots, crime scenes and shit. There's like a major killer everywhere in New York or somewhere. It's all over the place. Yeah. I park I park my truck nine times out of ten. Like my girl will be like, all right, where's the truck? I'll be like, oh, son of Sam. It's a, the last place where 
He got a ticket. He got a ticket for, for being parked by a fire hydrant. And right across the street, he had killed somebody. That was his last murder. And, and somebody parked, recognized him, right? I, yes. And I parked, yes. My tr- I parked my truck there all the time. Wow. It just so happens to be because there's hardly any parking spots. So you go all the way down Shore Parkway and there's usually spots down there. And, and like, so where'd you park the truck? Oh, like a little bit before Son of Sam, a little bit past Son of Sam. She knows exactly what I'm talking about because it's just yeah. a pain now. Yeah, dude. Remember, remember uh, who's the two brothers that killed their parents in L.A.? Those are the Menendez brothers? Menendez brothers. But do you remember, bro, a lot of this has happened the last couple of years with digital and cards online. There's a Mark Jackson card from the Knicks. And when the Menendez brothers killed their parents, they flew to New York and watched the Knicks game. In the Mark Jackson card, he's like playing defense. Behind them in front row is the Menendez brother hours after they killed their parents. No shit. Yeah, proven. That's crazy. How fucking crazy is that? That's nuts. Yeah. I wonder if you can get that. Oh, you can. It's fucking through the roof. Expensive now. Once right. it, and before that, it was like two dollars. You know, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not even like forget him. It's like the Menendez brothers are in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure people had Mark Jackson cards. So it was probably more than especially being in New York. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, real fun. Do you remember um, uh, what's the Larry David show on uh, Kirby Enthusiasm? Kirby Enthusiasm. Do you remember the L.A. Dodgers scene a couple years ago? What happened? No. A, got, a woman died, but she got murdered, and they tried to somehow blame it on, like, I don't know if it was her boyfriend or her brother, and they said, oh, he killed her, no, 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 no. He goes, no, fucking, he goes, I was at the fucking Larry David Dodger game episode. I was in the crowd, and they're like, bullshit. They went to Curb Your Enthusiasm, pulled the video, and there he was. And he was there all day from 8 in the morning to, like, whatever afternoon, so he couldn't have done it. That shit saved his life. Wow. Yeah, look it up. Oh, I, I, I love shit like that. Yeah, he must have been shitting too, you know. Of course, well, well, you have a, an amazing alibi right there. You can't, you yeah, can't, you know, disprove that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great, dude. So there's a lot of cool shit like that now with the internet. That you're finding out about. Oh yeah, bro. Like all the time. Like if if, if there's like nothing going on, because especially now with the whole pandemic, things are locked down. This and that, whatever. God only knows what's going to happen later on tonight here in New York with this election. God only knows. Yeah, but like dude, you dude, know, the, the uh-huh. Exorcist, the Exorcist, when she goes in for an MRI. Yes. The dude giving her the MRI is a serial killer. Serial killer. Yeah. 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 That's insane, too. I've been to the steps, too. I've been to the house. I've been oh, where's to- that? Philly, right? That's in Washington, D.C. Oh, Washington, D.C. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, I'll, 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 your phone's going to go nuts because I'm going to send you a whole bunch of shit. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I'll send you a whole bunch of shit. Horror shit. The places I've gone. This whole Delta Bravo urban exploration thing has us going everywhere. But what's cool is, like, A... It gives you a reason to get out of the house if there's nothing else to do. And every single time that we go and go and venture out to go somewhere, somewhere where you just ordinarily wouldn't go, we always find something or find like a really cool place to eat or we'll learn something else. And, oh, it'll give us a reason to go back. So, So even if there's nothing going on on the weekend or whatever, it's like, Oh, what do you want to do? I don't know. Let's go to the city because I have a couple of spots I want to hit. All right, fine. We'll go to the city. Next thing you know, we'll we'll find like an awesome like little cafe or restaurant where they have like awesome food or something. That, so it's it's whenever we're in the day, oh, we can go back here. We always learn and find and yeah, new things. Like like five things come out of going to like like HH Holmes. It's yeah. like, okay, cool. Like we went to Salem a couple of weeks ago, a week before week before Halloween. Oh, it's awesome up there. Oh, dude, it was great, man. We yeah. fucking, we were all over the place. Like, just even like, you know, 
Rob Zombie's Lords of Salem. A whole bunch of shit was shot there. I took a bunch of pictures there. Like, just all this cool shit, man. Do you like Lords of Salem? I have to rewatch it again. It was very odd. He got into this fucking weird spiritual shit yeah. with Rob Zombie 2 with the fucking ghost and the fucking horse and all this shit. He took that into Lords of Salem. It seemed like three movies in a row. He was real spiritual. He was out there. Right? Yeah, he was out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, what but, the fuck happened? You know? <laughs> I, well, he's a weird dude. He's always been like that. I've been a, I've been a, a white zombie fan for, for forever. From like way before they, before Beavis and Butthead made them big, like way before when they looked like a whole bunch of homeless people. Like mm-hmm. I've seen them live, like in like 1989. And, you know, so I've always been a fan of white zombie. And then he's, he always wanted to be, he always wanted to make movies. Right. So what he wound up doing, was fucking brilliant is he took all of his white zombie money and then all of his Rob Zombie money, obviously he takes some of it to live off because that's what he does, but he rolled all that money into making movies. And he's, he's putting out a brand new record, Rob Zombie record, but most of that money and the profits are going to go into making another movie. Probably. He lived 20 minutes from me in Southington. Really? Yeah, so his, my buddy hit on his wife before they released the Rob Zombie Halloween, before he was that big. Yeah. She was younger then. She was like in her late 20s. Yeah. And uh, she used to go to the same bar. My buddy used to always go there and hit on her all the fucking time. Back when she was a smoke show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, uh, one more thing. What the fuck is this? Oh, yeah. So you talk about taking advantage of. So I'm going to Seattle to shoot Roseblood. And then oh, two weeks later, we're going to shoot Vengeance 2. Um, I, I, ne- I never went. And I'm going to go Bruce Lee and Brandon Lee's grave. You have to. Have we to. do that shit all the time, dude. I have. Yeah. We go to grave sites all the time. Dude, there, there's one. <laughs> <laughs> dead um, mobsters, dead serial killers, everyone. You go on YouTube, brother. So many pictures in Google. Carlos Escobar, or okay. whatever Escobar, the coke guy. People go oh, to his grave me. and blow lines off the top of his grave and take it's pictures insane. of it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> Fucking awesome, dude. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's like like in, like here in New York. Yeah, but it's a uh, Saint. Is it Saint John Cemetery? There's like. 80% of all the famous gangsters are all buried there. Yeah. I went to all of them, everyone from Vito Genovese to John Gotti to, I mean, Lucky Luciano, everyone wow. is there. Everybody. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We go, we visit all these, all these. That's all cool, these man. Yeah, dude. I walk around, I'll frolic around in the graveyard all day long. My girl loves it. She's like, I'm all about it. Let's go, let's go check out cemeteries. Yeah. yeah. Ed and Lorraine Warren, all, like all that shit. Oh, they're there? They're there in, um, Holy shit! They're in Connecticut in the in the Stepney Cemetery. Okay, yeah, I went to their house on Halloween twice. I, I saw the the Annabelle doll. She's only twenty minutes from me. It's or closed. Now. It's what? closed now. It's closed now. Yeah. The yeah. last year she was alive. They had they sold tickets. They stopped doing it. Yeah, we've been there. I have pictures of it, but right from the road. It even says no trespassing. Blah blah blah. So yeah. she That's... didn't really. When he was alive, she didn't. He, there wasn't a lot going on. When he died is when she really marketed it. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to go in that house. So there was people in that house. There was people in the house, but I'm not going to. I was in it. I was. I was in it. I was scared shitless too. I didn't want to touch the doll. I didn't want to go near the doll because obviously 99 is probably bullshit. But what the fuck if? Right. You know. Yeah. I'm. I'm. But if this was like not that long ago, and that's I'm not going to be the guy to knock on the door. Like, can I see? Like, dude, there's no trespassing signs everywhere. Oh yeah, be a dick. You probably call the cops. Yeah, I'm not going to be that asshole. Yeah. Yeah, but it's cool shit, man. I'll send you a bunch of stuff. So. Indie, so if you go to Indiegogo, you type in Roseblood, Friday 13th Roseblood. Yep. Right? Everybody who's watching and listening, help the guy out, especially if you're a horror fan. Jesus Thank Christ. You. Yeah. Um, 
Thank you. You have Instagram pages. You have the the Peter Anthony is your personal. Peter Peter Anthony is just Peter Anthony actor, and then there's Peter Anthony personal. Yep. So I'll give you links to all this stuff if you want. Yeah, but I'm just saying for people to follow you on Instagram. Yep, Peter Anthony. Um, the Peter Anthony is Instagram. Right. Friday Thirteenth Rosebud is Instagram. Uh, Facebook is Peter Anthony, and Facebook is Friday Thirteenth Rosebud. You also have Fall of Camp Blood Instagram. Fall Camp Blood Instagram. Fall Camp Blood uh, uh, Facebook. Yes, <laughs> and then there's Vengeance and Vengeance Two. Also, um, you can find Jason Brooks on TikTok. Right. Kind of crazy with fans. Um, I did one TikTok with Jason Brooks. I had 3.2 million views. TikTok is, I don't have time for it, but man, it's a yeah, real deal. I don't have, I have it, but I'm never on it. The only reason why I have it is because my daughter was into it for a while. Yeah, she's definitely on it. I yeah. have it, but I don't go on it. Like the only people that follow me are like my daughter and like three of her little friends. So I, I have no time. I have Instagram, the Facebook uh, group and Twitter. And uh, it's fine. That's enough. Where's your picture of you on the stairs? Where's that? Your group picture there? That's, uh, well, that's my personal picture. Personal. Sorry. That's the Exorcist Steps. That's what the fuck I thought now that you said it. Yeah, that's the Exorcist yeah. Steps. Yeah. Remember yeah. part three? He's like, oh, so much damage, so many brain cells. Remember? Part three was a great movie, though. Part three is one of the most underrated. It's yeah. gotten more fanfare, but yeah. more almost underrated horror. That movie scares the fuck out of me. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's but he's changing fun. in front of him, and he's like, what the yeah. fuck? It's a great yeah. fucking movie. And then the father comes in at the end. Oh, dude, I am yeah. a servant. You know, oh, like, shit, dude, that was great. Yeah, great, un- very underrated movie. Exorcist 3 is a great film. Two was, because killer. 2 was just a, a steaming pile of shit. Yeah, yeah. He basically is talking about the Zodiac Killer, but he says it's the whatever killer. Yeah. He's talking about the symbols and shit. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, fuck yeah. Love, love all that shit. When, when we do Vengeance 2 and um, uh, uh, fuck, Rosebud, at the premiere, uh, you're gonna go to that, hopefully. Yeah, man. If, if 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 this whole fucking thing isn't happening, and not everybody has to fucking wear masks, so stupid. And so stupid. Jeanette too, because they killed Jeanette's business because they don't allow her to open and shit at certain times. Yeah, so fucking killing small business. Yeah. You know, big businesses don't give a shit. No, nope. it's funny how Walmart's open, but every small business have to close. It's ridiculous. Oh, that's yeah. a whole other rant, bro. Oh, but yeah. trust me, I know it's ridiculous. How about the Walmart's closed and the small businesses open? Why doesn't that happen? That'd be really good. Oh, because money, because money trumps lives all the time. Every fucking minute of every, every day. fucking time. People every- don't understand. Try to explain people who are uneducated. Follow the money. It's all for a reason for money. Yeah. You know, yeah. like but- lobbyists and shit. Well, why did this drug get passed? Why did this happen? Why didn't we know? Because it's lobbyists. They got passed. They're in the fucking Congress. They're passing bills at one in the morning when you don't know shit. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Even, even like after 9-11. It's like, come on, man. It's like, it's like, oh, the air is good. Well, why are you saying the air is good? Because Wall Street has to open back up. Exactly. It's and all those fucking guys who donated their time free all fucking died, horrible cancers. They never gave them insurance. Nothing. Five, five times more people died after 9-11 from post-related 9-11 sickness than on that day. Yep. Pregnant women, babies were messed up. Like tons I, of have, I, never I, have, I have several friends that were first responders, um, now retired MIPD firefighters, all of that stuff that have to be scared all the time. Whenever there's something wrong, they'll go to the dentist and, oh, you have like a little, like a lump somewhere. And now, holy shit, it could be cancer, but it's right. not, thank God. And like so much stuff and all these guys, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's just, 
that's a whole nother thing, man. I, I could talk 9-11 and all that shit all day long. Um, my cousin I, Eric was working on Wall Street when it happened. Yeah. I mean, I remember that that's that's like my generation's Kennedy. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know exactly where the fuck you were. I remember exactly where I was when the shuttle blew up in 19, in, you know, when the Challenger blew up. And I know exactly where I was on 9-11. Challenger blew up. I was in third grade. I was in Harkowitz room and I was playing with mask figures. Remember mask? They would change the car. Yeah. Change the little thing. Yeah. And, they, never, and they sent us home. Small. Yeah, they sent us home. They're like, go home. I'm like, oh, okay, fuck. I yeah. remember exactly where I was. I was in the fourth grade, PS 115 in Canarsie, Mrs. Tepper's class. Zelda Tepper was her name. She was, she was not a nice woman. <laughs> and and there was like the whole big thing because Krista McCall was a school teacher yes. and all that. And then, you know, the whole class gets excited when they when they wheel in the big cart with the big TV on it. And I was oh, I was sat in the back of the class all the time. Well, at least in, in that grade. I was in the back of the class. They put the TV in the back of the class. And they told all the students to turn your chairs around. I turned my chair around backwards and I was right in front of the television. Wow. I was right in front of the TV and I watched it happen right then and there. And it's funny because at first nobody really knew what the hell happened. No, dude. You know? It's on Netflix now. Yeah, I saw it. You watch all of it. All of it. Me too. Now, what they don't, they didn't put it in the Netflix special, which kind of bothers me, but I think they did it because the families, um, there's a YouTube video of a guy who was an engineer and he said they were alive because when they blew up that, that, that shell could take almost anything. It went, well, they said they, they were found in the bottom of the water yeah. in an intact capsule. But not only that, they have, um, they were hitting buttons. They were hitting buttons and the guy was actually trying to fucking fly it. The pilot with no wings while it was falling. And all of them had their breathing masks on, which happened after the explosion. Some of them were actual mush. They were squished so much they were mush. But all their breathing masks were on, most, some, most of them, and they can track what buttons are hitting, what's going on. There was buttons and levers hit after the explosion. They were alive for a minute and a half while they were falling. How fucking horrible is that? Dude. And it made me, it made me and now, like, I started searching shit, and I have it in my phone. I have to go. There's, there's a grave site for Krista McCullough. Yeah. I have to go and visit. Where is she from? Cleveland or? She was somewhere in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. That's yeah. right near me. Yeah, she was in New Hampshire. And I'll tell you right now, um, she is at the Calvary Cemetery in Concord, Merrimack County, New Hampshire. Yeah. I remember the parents. It was so sad because they showed the parents and they didn't really know what was going on at first either. And it's fucking sad, you know? Yeah. Brutal. Brutal. And then, and then I was in Florida. I was selling for a bodybuilding company when uh, the challenge discovery uh, blew up coming back in. In 2003, I think. 2003. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. Uh, come, coming back into the atmosphere. They're like, they're like, well, we're supposed to hear from them. You know? From another thing that was an ongoing issue and problem. Right, the foam. Yeah. The foam coming off kept striking the shuttle and they knew it. Yeah. And, and they didn't do anything about it. Just like the O-rings and the fucking solid rocket boosters yeah. challenger. And the O-ring people told them you can't go when it's minus when it's below 36 degrees, the ring will mess up. And they didn't give a shit because they were under pressure to get the shuttle in the air because they had some satellite and all kinds of shit and people fucking died. It was icicles hanging off the shuttle that morning. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone who's watching or listening and have no idea, you have to go onto Netflix. It's called the uh, challenger the final flight it's like three three episodes four episodes right and it's fucked up 
Yeah. But yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. I'm going to send you all these fucking links. Yeah. Send me all these links. Um, send me your PayPal and send me a number because I don't want nothing for fucking free. I want to help you out. I want one of those fucking VHS tapes and whatever you want to send me a number in your PayPal. Um, don't PayPal. Just go buy it through the, the thing. There you go. Well, well, what's the thing? Tell everyone. It's it's it. Uh, go to Indiegogo, I N D I, E Go Go G O G O dot com, and put in Friday Thirteenth Roseblood. On that, you could donate to everything. You'll get a, you can get a DVD, you get a Blu-ray, you get a T-shirt, you can get whatever you want. So I still get the money. It's legal. It shows it where the money went, sure. and then you get an item for it. Sick. Fuck yeah! I appreciate it. No, anytime, dude. Anytime. Yeah. I love I love what you're doing. Like I said, obviously, this is a Friday the 13th episode. I'm a Jason guy, and whatever you're doing, I'll support it because Thank you. I'm, I'm all in, and I'm looking forward to seeing what's coming up. Awesome. And, hey, if, and if you want, once you said that Fall of Camp Blood is coming out next year, next qu- the first quarter, right? Correct. If you want, we can get you and like maybe somebody else, and we'll do this again. We can get Riley, the director, and I can get the, the guy who plays Jason, Brent Edgett. Let's do it. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Why the fuck not? We'll see Brent's a good character. guy, too. Brent's like 6'5". Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Let's That's why people it. are always like, hey, why don't you play Jason? I'm like, I'm pretty jacked, but I'm only 5'11". I'm like too fucking short, you know? <laughs> <laughs> if I could be like 6'3 or some shit, maybe. I feel like I'm doing a, a disservice, you know? Yeah, you can't have a 5'. How, how tall are you? 5'11". Oh, all right. You're an inch shorter than me. I'm, I'm yeah. six feet even. All right. Well, yeah. this camera movie magic. You never know. You got to shoot yeah. it at angles. I used to tell Steve that all the time. He's like, fuck that. You can be as tall as you fucking want. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like 5'9 or something. I don't even know what yeah, he was. Yeah, Steve Dash is a little guy. Yeah. Uh, poor Steve. Rest in peace, Steve Dash. Uh, I talk to his son all the time. Detective Jason Realotti. Oh, that was great, dude. Awesome, dude. Yeah. Jason. Yeah. Did you did you see what the channel was called? The station? WKMAA Kill Ma. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there was, a, there was yeah. another there was another reference. <laughs> oh, of course I'm drawing a fucking blank right now. There's a bunch of them. There, there, yeah, there's a ton of them. But there was something in particular. I was like, oh, that's fucking brilliant. And um, I don't fucking remember. As soon as I fucking end this, I'm gonna remember. The Necronomicon too. Yes. But, they, but that's not what I'm talking about. There was something else. Ah, I'm a fucking idiot right now. <laughs> it's all right. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it later. But listen, <laughs> dude, thank you so much for your time, man. Thank you. This was fucking awesome. And obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll talk back and forth. Um, obviously, people are watching listening now, but this will drop on noon exactly on the 17th of November. Awesome. And we'll push it everywhere. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Any fucking time, dude. And we'll be in touch. That fucking thank you so much, my man. Thank you. Have a good night. You too, buddy. Bye, bro. Later, man. Bye.